And now for our feature presentation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome, welcome everybody. Settle down, please. Settle down. Welcome. Such a good. Welcome, so good. What can we say? Thank you and welcome to the Idol Matinee podcast. It's nice to be back after a long week away and we have got a cracking show for you tonight. It is such a greamy good show because there's so much natural chat. Creamy. And I'm just going So look. good. We've made up a new word. It's between cre- creamy and great. It's a portmanteau of creamy and great. It's called greamy. Who's here? I'll tell you who's here. Just to make up words. <laughs> I'm going to just quickly say, Hello. this week we've got Chris, Johnny and Greg. What observations have you made this week, starting with Greg? Uh, well, uh, well, I saw uh, there's a lot of stuff about Harry and Meghan. Uh, apparently, uh, apparently, Harry, Prince Harry. We'll get to that later oh, okay. in the show. You don't have to talk about that now. Well, I'm talking about your you, own personal My own personal observation is here. This is why I don't see... Uh, I d- Nothing? Okay, we'll move on. Uh, Chris, <laughs> what observations have you made this week? Um, I watched Family Fortunes, and there was a family on there called the Patellisons and it was a fusion of the names of the Patels and the Ellisons except what made it seem a little bit more incongruent was all the Patellisons were all short blonde haired women women <laughs> did they have kneecaps on their foreheads the Patellisons uh, yeah the Patellisons ah uh, yeah Patellisons yeah 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 I don't, I don't know <laughs> zing Ba-dum-sh. have you got the rim shot no, no, it's a record scratch. <laughs> Anything will do. What observation have you made this week, Johnny? <laughs> I was going to say, it's good to be back for another week putting the nitty gritty in the lubricant of chat. But I've had an emotional week. I um, I went to Morrison's and I've, I was dropping in that and I realised I felt I was feeling quite sad and I was almost tearful. And then I realised, because in the background, they were playing Aloe Black's uh, Mama Hold My Hand. You know that song? No. I only know the one, uh, I need a dollar, dollar. Mama just hold my hand. Is that how it goes? No, no. It's, it's a song about the fact that when he was a baby, mum would have to hold his hand across the road. And then through the song, she becomes an old person and he has to hold her hand. Mama's so old right her. now, she can barely hold my hand. Yeah, yeah, you've heard it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, and then I thought they shouldn't be playing music like that in the background of Morrison, should they? <laughs> <laughs> so everyone sounds like I nearly, we're had a, I, nearly, I nearly had a cry near the bleach. I uh, <laughs> someone's had a lovely week. Um, so I didn't realise you meant observations. Like, I didn't know we were doing that bit. I, thought I, was, I was just ready for the big, the big, the big hitters. Because, well, uh, uh, no, well, I did this week. Here you go, here's one for you. This week I wrote a song um, about tortillas. Well, to be honest, it's more of a rap. Oh, yeah. Uh, this week I've noticed, you know, there's people. Oh, is, is he not going to do his. No, no, it was a joke. Oh, it's a rap. This week oh, I. It's a rap, sorry. <laughs> I, I thought there was a. I thought, sorry, Johnny, you're, you're, again, you're two steps ahead of me. I, th- I thought there was a genuine rap. I just got the joke. You're, you're like this. You're like, what happened to me on Wednesday, Greg? I swallowed a bottle of food colouring. I'm okay now, but I feel like I died a little inside. I got. I've, now I'm looking for the joke. You died yourself a little inside. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> Excellent. I was ready for that one. Zing. 
So has anyone got something they really want to get off their chest or talk about this week? <laughs> Megan, talk about start with Megan no, was, or movie reviews or book he reviews. He was talking about. Um, sorry, I'll shut up. No, go. He's talking about what? Yeah. Waitrose. Johnny said about Waitrose. Oh, okay. Did he? Uh, Morrison's. 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 Oh. Ah, okay. <laughs> I just killed the joke. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was basically it was about middle class holes. But <laughs> like that. Fill in all the funny stuff, and that's just that's the punchline. But so I didn't hear, I didn't hear a new word. I heard a new word this week as well. Conservatives. Uh, <laughs> Because obviously there's conservatives, but now, um, yeah, cuckservatives, I thought was quite a good one. What's a cuckservative, please? Elaborate. S- someone who's a conservative who's... Conservative cuck, who basically believes everything either the conservatives or the Republicans say. You're a cuckservative. Oh, I thought You're it was... Up. It's, it's like a conservative whose missus is getting ploughed by like a local like uh, milkman or a local miner labour and like, like yeah miner like a miner comes down and like, oh I love yeah and fucks his missus and he's like and that leads us on to the first improv of the week <laughs> no, no more improv no, 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 I was thinking Keir Starmer oh yeah smashing his mini- missus in the back of his escort <laughs> he's, having to, he's having to drink it drink out Keir's I'd, I deposit. We said we were going to come up with TV pitches. I've got a few. If you, if you would, um, if you would uh, grace me with uh, a listen. Yes, please. <laughs> the first one, which will probably lead on to what we're going to do later, but it's an idea um, called "Coming to America 2. Uh, each week, you have a Republican and a Democrat masturbating onto a map of America uh, onto a cookie. So coming no? to America two. If you say it like that, because... Two, also. Yeah, because yeah, there's already... The, what we're going to talk about later is already called coming... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, I, I get, that's the confusion about the film, isn't it? Because if you and say it out loud, the... if you say it out loud, you've got to go coming to the digit to America, because otherwise there's no distinguish, there's no distinguishing yeah, between yeah, no, the original no, film. TV yeah, yeah no, it works in visually, doesn't it? The coming to, like with the, the number two, America. No, this one's... To the other, becoming to America. They won't oh, okay. over a map of America onto a cookie. There the we other go. One uh, was bought. Yeah, it's a panel. It's a panel game called Who Shit. Uh, it's loosely based on Guess Who, where celebrities have to guess who shit their pants, and I imagine that would be ca- uh, hosted by Jimmy Carr. <laughs> <laughs> no, it sounds as bad as Bank Balance. No, I certainly yeah. won't be watching it. Well, actually, what, Bank Balance. What, what, Bank balance is actually better than I th- initially thought. I, I I came in, I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Ramsey doesn't even know what's going on, but it turns out he, he does. Uh, I, I, but I thought he was going to swear on it. I'm sure I saw the trailer for it, and it's like, and it, it was just going, "Fuck me! I can't! You did that! You put, what? put it on there!" No, it sounds like stuttering in it, like someone could. No, they're blanking out the swearing. So you, got, you, you, got led into, you got led into it like a bisto kid. Yeah, no, I thought he was gonna be swearing, going, "Fucking hell! I can't believe you fucked hard. Put that weight on that thing. <laughs> Fuck me, Jesus Christ, big boy." He looks like a shit Doctor Who in it, in a shit Tardis. <laughs> yeah, in a shit Tardis. Have you seen? It does look exactly we, like the Tardis. Nev- we're definitely demonetized on YouTube now. What? The last what? one was called Hunger Games. And this one's probably hosted by Ant and Deck, the homeopathic Morecambe and Wise tribute act. We get people at home to vote on which celebrity should be put into an enforced hunger strike. People ring in, tweet, or you can also send in a postcard, and the chosen celebrity is then locked in a box and completely forgotten about. 
You what? That's a good idea. Yeah. Murder. Not bad. That was my. Thankfully, that was my last TV pitch. Okay. Oh, I thought you'd have a few more of those. They're pretty good. Barry's so much better as a sound effect to me. He's setting them up like I, I, I was I was searching for like the sound effect to use while you're talking. Yeah. Barry's like leading. Don't reveal the, the secret. <laughs> Fuck yeah. No, no, no. Playing it like a piano. Yeah, he is. The, it, it's, it's like a musical. It can get too much though. You got to be careful. Um, it, yeah. No, but yeah, it's good. I was going to say I came up with I've got a show about an ethical serial killer. Mm. Now. Um, what he does is once he kills someone, he like washes their clothes properly and then he takes them down and gets them recycled. And then because I went down this train of thought, I was like, well, how would you dispose of this and that and continue this sort of ethical line of it? It basically draws you towards cannibalism. And then before I knew it, I was planning out a murder. So I <laughs> cancelled that. I'm not going to, you know, take that any further. Johnny? Go for it. Yeah, just that uh, <laughs> reminded me of something. I was, adverts keep coming up on my YouTube, um, on my phone. Um, you know that thing, Huel, Human Fuel? No. It's like a, a protein replacement. But their yeah, main, yeah. they said their main competitor is called Soylent. Because <laughs> it's made of soy. But do you not remember the film Soylent Green? Green? Yeah, I remember it. Yeah. Yeah, but it was basically, oh, Soylent Green is human, is crushed up humans. So why on earth would you name? Well, I don't know. I suppose it was the sixties. Well, that is a that is a poser. I had an idea for a TV show. Uh, it's called The Gulpers, and it's about a family that do that gulping thing when they talk. But the whole family do it, so they. It's like when you do a sentence, you go, "Oh, so can I just come round to see you next Tuesday, Dad? What do you like, was in the middle of it? Like, gulp when you're talking, kids. <laughs> dinner's ready, Dad. You always gulp when you're telling dinner's. Ready, guys. You know that I'm going to be working from home now, so I need you to oh, yeah, stay out of my way for a little bit. Dad, you could have an offshoot of that called the blinkers. Have you ever That's seen good. people that when they talk, they actually start blinking? Uh, yes. Yeah, I've seen people that do yeah. a lot of things when they walk, when they talk. <laughs> Humans are all different, Johnny. I'm not I'm someone that judges people on uh, yeah. what they're like. You, well, you just, you Apart just from the gulping yeah, thing. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, but that's I'll different. Tell you, I caught it last Have you ever seen that Michael Jackson walk backwards in slow motion? But he didn't. Well, the, the thing is, it wasn't actually him who originally done that. He copied that off someone else. There's a guy who can do it. Oh. There's a guy who could do it uh, sideways, and he copied him. And I think I th- we talked about this before. I think we have. Isn't that? Yeah, the... Jasmine. Yeah. You know, Greg, you know when you eat and drink and stuff and talk, you yeah. copied that off someone else. You what? Probably your parents. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that thing on the BBC News this week? So that's about... what I got that from. I am this, like them. This guy called John. He was 52, and he's a taxi driver for Tourette's, and he hasn't had a paying customer for 16 years. <laughs> <laughs> I'd 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 phone him up. I'd phone him up especially. I'd be like, he's my driver. If, if I was like a, uh, Elon Musk or Bezos or whatever, I'd be like, uh, I want that guy, the Tourette's guy. I want him as my permanent driver. I like him to tell me things about myself that I didn't even know myself. And he goes, you know, privilege, privilege, shitty cunt, pri- detached, privileged cunt, detached, privileged cunt, not 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 attached with the real world. And I'd be like, oh, thank you, thank you, Mr. Tourette's driver, for making me know. I mean, bringing me back down to earth. So, so he, he grounds the uh, billionaire. Yeah. 
Right, so I think now we've had our little relaxing, we've got into it a little bit lubricated up, the chat's lubed up, had a few chat things. Let's get into our pop big... It in now. The first time we've Just ever done this. In. So I will say thank you to Draco for being on the podcast last week. Thank you to all the feedback we've had uh, from Dan, especially. You're not, you were still not forgotten, Dan. Dan, about Dan not doing feedback, in, man! And other people saying, don't do improvs anymore. So for the first time this week, we've all got together and we've all watched the same film. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, this is our review of Coming to America. Say what? Coming to America. And I mean, so... One minute each, yeah? Who wants we get to start? one minute each, don't we? Do we? Uh, no, 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 we don't. We, we talk about free form. It's not like a four-minute fucking movie review. Uh, you can... So like I, okay, we said we were do when we actually do the review, we were going to do a one minute review each and then discuss discuss it just so you didn't get carried away oh, and we run out of tape. That's do... your time over, okay. Chris. What did you think of it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it lacked the original, which I partly put down to the change, you know, director. The original was John Landis that directed. Exactly. Yes. Innocent. Whereas Craig Disney, Brewer. By a guy who was much more entrenched in sort of like urban culture, and that, yeah. and that was much more pushed to the forefront and feature. The first one was about innocence and naivety. Thank you, Chris. And this is exactly the second. Thank you. It's exactly what and I wrote down. Restrain him, Barry. <laughs> sorry, no, the current Chris. Sorry. And then um, it was full of like cliches, and because it didn't have that innocence, it sort of lacked what it was actually about. And for ages, it was about the prince, and then at the end, they went. Oh yes, but it's a modernisation. Yeah. What is that meant to be about? Eddie Murphy second factualising, or is that it, about actually it, we need to have a message in this? Um, so it's a. I found it the equivalent of wishing you were a child when you're an adult, but knowing going back and being a child that all that you know in your life experience would make that child a fucking torment and a hell, and that's what that film is. It's just fucking pointless. Yeah. Um, and that's what I reckon. It's, it's reminding you that if you, you're like, oh, the first one's better, but you know that if you went to watch it now, it wouldn't be as good, but it'd still be way, way, way fucking better than that pile of shit. Uh, yeah. I, I, I said the same thing. Can I, I say one thing? One of my notes in the... Sorry, I just wanted to agree with him. I, okay. Going back to my notes. But reverse... Uh, yeah. Reverse fish out of water story. Not as charming. Worked first time round due to naivety of characters. That's exactly what I wrote down. You just said that. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm just, I just wanted to, to concur. I just want to agree. I like listening to podcasts when they, when I listen to someone review a film and they say the exact same thing as me, right? Even though they're saying the exact same thing as me, I like it. I like listening to the podcast going, oh, that person, that person, yeah, that person thinks the same as me. Boys. And then I get hard. And, the hard and then I go. Johnny, you had something to say before Greg carries on with his review. Please, Johnny. Yeah, I wrote. Well, coming number two to America was like fan fantastic, but not as awkward. Uh, it's and I surmised it as the African monarch Akeem learns he has a long lost son in the United States and must return to America to meet this unexpected heir and build a relationship with his son. Obviously, Eddie Murphy played every single role in the film, which was um, a dramatic twist. Directed by Craig Brewer, who also directed Eddie Murphy in the more successful Dolomite Is My Name. Yeah. And I looked up on on Rotten Tomatoes, um, coming number two to America, got 52% from the critics and 46% from the audience, but Dolomite Is My Name scored 97%. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I would have gone to the cinema. If I'd gone to the cinema to watch it, I probably would have burnt it down. (laughs) But I thought Wesley Snipes stole the show. Yes. Um, He was quite good. He's back. Also, back. It, it was good to see Randolph and Mortimer back, and 
the original coming to America is 33 years old. Yeah, which right. says a lot. I, I like. In the first, in the first film, Prince Akeem had authority figures to play off, as he was. Uh, but in this one, he was the authority figure, and if yeah. memory serves. I can't really remember him doing anything in the film as Prince Akeem. I can remember him doing it as every other single character. Yeah. But, yeah, that was the take on it. In this, the maja- there was no, like, what we call uh, the dramatic question, the, the major dramatic question, right, okay, screenwriting. There, w- there, there wasn't one, really, in this, because there was no... The guy the guy came from... That's the thing. With, with Coming to America, the first one, the naivety came from them being from Africa and having no idea of the modern world, whereas they took some guy... From Brooke, from Queens or whatever, who's totally aware of the, the new world and and is very aware of what Africa's like as well. So it's, it's not got like, the internet. Yeah, it's, it's not like it's like oh man, they do things and they weren't even that backwards. They were like a miniature Wakanda without all the gadgets, weren't they? Meant to be. It was like uh, I don't, it was such a fucking mess. They got every black person they could find to be in it. Uh, you know I mean Morgan Freeman's in there. Uh, uh, yeah, I've made a list of them: Dre from Power, Salt and Pepper. Uh, all the, what is it, Gladys Knight and the Pip? Like, just fucking, what the fuck? I mean, they could throw at it just to make it, they're like, well, look. So, yeah. Zamunda is hardly Wakanda, is it? That's what I'm saying, say, without the gadgets. Very, without the gadgets. I felt it wasn't very diverse at all. No, yeah. You know, they, um, even, I've been watching Catherine the Great on Channel 4 recently, which yeah. is absolutely banging show. And even that, they've got, like, black people in yeah. it. And it wasn't black people in Russia there. So why, <laughs> why not join in? They didn't even have a white person as a slave. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> exactly, yeah. Yeah, it was fucked. The, the only white person was in that one scene where he, he code-switched. He's like, don't do white voice. Where Tracy Morgan, who's playing oh. his stepdad, or no, his uncle... His, his uncle, uh, the, the, the woman, the yeah. fuck, the, the, that beast from Ghostbusters. Well, we'll talk about her in a minute. Yeah, yeah, Let yeah. me say something. I noticed that. You know, you talking about... In McDowell's. Yeah, McDowell's, yeah. McDowell's with the veggie I option. Thought, the veggie option in McDowell's. Is, yeah, yeah. I thought it was quite funny when you say about there wasn't really white people in it. I noticed that when they're all sitting in the, uh, they're in a doctor's surgery. Yeah. The, the everyone interview. in the surgery was, in the interview was black, but the guy behind the desk was white. Well, yeah. And if that was a white film, it would be the opposite way and around. The guy doing the interview was white. That's the most, di- most diverse film I've seen is David Copperfield. Have you seen that? The Amanda Anucci one. That film's got just oh, loads of different. It's a good film with Dev Patel. Yeah, Dev Patel loads. I watched Coming to America, right? And I was thinking when I was watching it, I was thinking, I have, I was thinking, I cannot remember in the first one. There's so many anal scenes, and then halfway through it, I thought, why have they got a different guy to play Eddie Murphy's part? And then I realised I was watching Coming to America. C U double M I N G to America. There's a soundboard. The other thing is, they actually said, they actually said in it, wiggity whack. They also said, um, they did loads of African accents. And I'm like, African accents all right to do then? Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're not... Just to go, oh, we're we're American actors. I understand if it's meant to be... I don't know. Yeah, it's no, it was, it's like us doing a... Wesley Snipes did an African accent, but yeah. he was there for a long time, so he knows how to do it. Yeah. Oh, oh. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's like us... Yeah, he was doing it when, he, when he was dodging tax in America, his tax uh, case in America, he went to Africa, didn't he? I, I, so I think his African accent was actually quite correct. I think it's the same as us doing a South African accent or like someone, another white person accent that we can't do, or don't know anything about. I, th- I mean, it's okay. They can get. They can get away with that. They can get away with that. It's. It's. Uh, they. Sorry. No, no, that was, no, black no, people no, can get away with that. that. Yeah. God, that shit. A serious point. He actually does a realistic African accent. I just. Wanna... But did you notice? Have you? Are you familiar with the comedian? Kids. I think her name's Luanel. She's the the one with the shaved head and yeah. um, 
blonde hair. She's actually an American stand-up comedian. I didn't notice her say one word in the whole film. She's just there in the background, sat there. I, well, there you go. I, I didn't pay much attention to it, so I kept thinking he was trying to sleep with his sister. Yes, so yeah, that, there's, there's another <laughs> important... Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. an important thing in filmmaking, right? Yeah. So the, what, what I realised was, like, halfway through the film, they watched the dailies, right? And they were like, okay, they've got the script. But it definitely looks like, when they shoot the dailies, it's like, he meets... When he sees his sister, that's the girl he's going to fuck. Right? And Barry, Barry didn't realise what was going on, right? He's going to... When he hooked up with the hairdresser girl, it was like, right, that, well, that makes more sense. And then Barry's like, no, you should fuck the other one. I was like, because he thought, I was like, no, that's his sister. He goes, yeah, but somebody's like, uh, I was like, no, it's, it's his half sister. They've got the same dad. Eddie Murphy's right there. And I think they watched the dailies and they're like, oh, God, it looks like he's going to fuck his sister. Let's write in, let's write in the hairdresser girl. Let's write in the hairdresser bit and then change his hair. And then she's the love interest. Because yeah. they realise yeah. that he's going to fuck his in, sister. In the one I watched, he did fuck his sister. <laughs> In Come Mimming to America, he fucked his sister. Doing, doing a sequel 33 years after the first one it's would always be risky. the equivalent of if, if Rocky 1 came out and they didn't do any sequels and then 33 years later they brought out the film Rocky. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It'd be confusing, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, it certainly would. Or... Without the, uh, the other six in between. Yeah. So what? What's our going to be our rating of the whoa, film? Whoa, 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 whoa. I had more things. Oh, he's got to more to say about it. it. Sorry, it's worthy of more things to say. Of course, oh, such yeah. a great movie. Oh, no, it's such no. a seminal piece. I, I of was work. just going. There's no point. We've we've already we've already trusted Bad it choice. enough. Out of all the films we could have chosen to watch together, we chose to watch. The no, you, you chose. I enjoyed it as a free film, but there was one. Um, if I'd have gone, like I said, if I'd have gone to the cinema, I'd have been disappointed. But there was a Guardian review that I suppose could probably sum it up. It's uh, he gave it 40 out of 100. It was Peter Bradshaw from the Guardian. He said the movie is as tired and middle-aged as Akeem himself. <laughs> Murphy is oddly waxy and stately and has no authority figures he can really play off. So I thought, yeah, that's, that's good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I, I often, I often like, uh, I do the same. I'm like, I watch a film and then I read a few reviews after, so it doesn't spoil it. And I'm like, damn. Why don't I put in those words? And I'll be, um, yeah, that's what we should do. We, we all look up a review and just copy the, uh, the best review that we can find. My favourite review. Yeah. What's, yeah. What, um, you got uh, more to say about it? Uh, yeah. About the, the annoying woman, the comedian. Yes. So, so the, the one that shouts, Leslie Jones. Yes. She's so annoying. Yeah, yeah the just shouty screaming woman. all the time. The shouty improv woman who completely, I didn't even realise it was her. I was like, God, she's horrible. She's a beast. And it makes sense that she's the one who date rapes Eddie Murphy in order to provide his, like his son, prince, whatever, out of nowhere. Um, yeah, yeah, so that made sense, but I, I only just, and then Barry brought it to my attention, it's like, yeah, that's the, that's the fucking stupid bitch that, well, no, they all ruined, it wasn't really their fault, I, I never the director. Said, I never said uh, that's a stupid bitch. No, yeah, yeah, go, yeah, Paul, Paul Feig ruined Ghostbusters because he thought all them stupid bitches were funny, and they weren't, so. Well, like, come on, man, it's National Woman's Wednesday, Week. Wednesday, I know, that's you for know all the bitches. To... Bitches be crazy, bitches be good. I just want to make this clear shit. to you boys yeah, and everyone listening that... Um, she, also ruined Sat she also ruined Saturday Night Live, allegedly. There was another thing as well. I find it really odd that their monarchy was based on... It looks like a European monarchy, not an African monarchy. And, yeah, and, and also... I think that's, that's quite a sort of perverse thing to adopt. It is, it is. And also, when he left, and he left, he goes, right, OK... So his, his whole kingdom was based on, like... So Eddie Murphy left to go to Queen's... To, to get his son and the hairdresser back, right? To go, son, it's okay. You don't have to mar marry Wesley Snipes' um, weird cat-looking daughter. It's fine. Maybe, like, maybe drop the accent, mate. Yeah, well, then Wesley Snipes should drop the accent. I, I think my accent was better than Wesley Snipes. Anyway, 
Um, but yeah, so he leaves, Eddie Murphy, he leaves the princesses and Arsenio Hall. They're the only people left in the kingdom and they have a stick fight with Wesley Snipes and his crew. And it's like, there's two kingdoms, which are like, so Wesley Snipes' kingdom is like him and 12 henchmen and Eddie Murphy's kingdom is Arsenio Hall and his three daughters. And his three daughters beat yeah, up, beat up the Wesley Snipes' kingdom and they rule Africa, basically. And well, yeah, I'm yeah, not sure. I didn't, I didn't like their portrayal of the. You know, when the bird comes in and does that, she was wearing that, like, cover, them clothes, and she does that dance, and he's like, oh, she's fit. Well, the one you thought was sexy. Yeah. The I, one that looks like a cat. The one that's like. Weird like she's had surgery to I immediately like said, oh, she's going to whip that off and do a sexy dance, which obviously she did. Yeah. But you know, when he went and he was talking to her, and she's really subservient and thick. And she's oh, like, yeah. yes, master, I'll do anything. I yeah. thought, that's well out of yeah. order. Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's make awful. her thick as shit yeah. so he can't fancy even her. The most right. Even the most one-dimensional yeah. characters aren't that one-dimensional. That's They'd be horrible. Like, yeah, it was they just... They should so, know better. They really... They should be absolutely disgusted oh, yeah. with themselves. It was pathetic. There was it's no, National Women's Week. If there'd been a slight nuance to any character... <laughs> <laughs> it's National Women's Week, and look how the police celebrate it. To be fair, her character could have been better, but that wouldn't have saved the film. There was, there was so much wrong with the film... I mean, fundamentally wrong with the film. So, are you going to give it out of ten bags of stars? I'll, I'll give it two. Stars. I'll give it two. Two, fla- two out of ten. I'll give it two because I, I did a little laugh inside. I did a little chit, a little chitter, a titter and a chortle inside when they went to the, the barber shop. There was a bit of ad lib, a bit of improv when they first went back to improv yeah. uh, the barber shop. That was there was a little bit there that I thought was a mild. We came out mild, a little bit wee, a little mildly amusing thing okay, happened. We get it. Let's move. That was on. it. Two minutes. Johnny, what are you going to give it? Or are you going to say? I'll give it two minutes. As a, as a TV film, even though I realise I paid for Prime, which is what it's on if the listeners want to watch it and haven't, I would give it 5 out of 10. If I'd been to the cinema, I would give it nothing out of 10 and I would have burnt it down like the end of Inglorious Bastards. Absolutely. Do you reckon after the pandemic, Jeff Bezos will be able to afford to give everyone Prime for free? No, because he can't even afford fucking working drinks machines at his fucking distribution centres because I've worked at one on Saturday. Stop. Let uh, Chris do his r- stars, whatever he's going to give. This Have a time. We gonna, we uh, gonna... I would be holding the petrol can that Johnny's got and um, basically feeding him booze and saying, go in there, burn the whole place down, not just the outside. Um, that's what I'd be doing. I thought, yeah, like, like people said, like, it's a sort of just a film, but it sort of... It doesn't damage the nostalgia because the, the original film is what it is. So, but it, and it feels detached enough from it not to sort of damage it enough. But I um, would give it two out of ten. Yeah, it's, it was what I was expecting. It's what I was expecting to be fair. Johnny, well, actually, no. You got anything else? You got a little joke? Because because Dolomite is my name was such a good. Uh, I thought that was a really good film. Agreed. This is he, strayed from the path. And I'm thinking, what's he going to do next as an artist? And I had an idea for a film called Black Painter. And it's about a black guy that's trying to get into the whitewashed industry of painting. Uh, so that um, sounds, that sounds super... like Black that's, Michelangelo. That, that, that sounds super black, racist. Black that did sound super racist. We might have to cut this out because when you say a black painter, because you know in Pigeon Street, like at the beginning of Pigeon Street, boo-boo, boo-boo, whatever, there was a couple of characters in that uh, that were black hey, characters. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a play on the words of Black Panther. Yeah, I know, but the, the, but in the early 80s and onwards, there's a thing where black people were seen as, in the trades, uh, they were seen as being painter and decorators more than any other trade. Like, so that's why in P- Pigeon Street, there's a couple of characters that are black and they're painter and decorators. So what you said then, 
it's, no, it's, yeah, it might be cut out. What you, no, no, what you said then was totally innocent. It's the fact that I just started going on about Pigeon Street. That's because you're woke. And those two ca- characters is because I'm woke and inherently racist. So, in but let's just stop you there before <laughs> you say something you will live to regret. I'm not. You've been on the inside of My Amazon. black friend listens to this. The worst... Worst that can happen is we'll have to be interviewed by Oprah. It'll be fine. <laughs> so, and I'll squirm in my chair while my black missus sits next to me. Like. So you've been on the inside of Amazon. You know how yeah. it ticks behind the Your scenes. That's princess. what you wanted to talk about. <laughs> my black princess. Sorry. Do you want to talk about Amazon quick or do you want to talk about Megan? No, black queen. She's a black queen. <laughs> my do black, we, do queen. We, black queen. Do we? Do we want to talk about? Queen. Let's look. Let's get this conversation back under the hammer. Okay. Like Holmes under the hammer. Do we want to talk about Greg's secret hidden spy camera Amazon Yeah, Yeah, we do. I, I, I just want to give you an yes. insight to Amazon. Yes. How Amazon works. That shit. Right, do it. How does Amazon really work? Okay, so I got off... I've worked... I worked. Who's the guy off Watchdog? Matt Allwright. Matt, yeah. Matt. do a little improv of Matt okay, Allwright. Okay, guys. No, don't bother. No. How does Amazon work? <laughs> um, right, so I haven't worked in months, okay? I've been, I've been concentrating on the droning thing. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, okay, it's all very well. I've got a bit of money. I've got, still got a bit of money tucked away. You haven't away. wanked in months? Huh? No, I, I won't daily. Oh, well, I mean, sometimes too much. Some might say I won't too much. Like, silly. <laughs> Don't be silly. You're 44 years old, man. You're better than that. You, you turned 44. Anyway. <laughs> no sound effects. <laughs> I turned it off. <laughs> I turned the sound Right, so I haven't worked, actually worked properly to get paid, I mean. I've been working theoretically. What about do- those hand jobs you were giving? I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing sound. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, it, in, to Barry's, what Barry just said that, right just then. Oh damn it! Tell the Amazon story. Like <laughs> what, what, what was that, Barry? Say that again. What did you say? I said, what about? I don't know. I can't remember. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! Let me speak. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> uh, I, should, I should have been on Johnny on the spot. I should have had that ready. Story about Amazon, okay. man. Sorry. Yes. Okay. So Amazon. So Jason was like, "Oh, fancy a day's work, boy." And I was like, "Yeah, man, what I should do really. I, I mean, yeah, just keep things ticking over. To you know, I mean, pay for the next gadget, or maybe a whore." <laughs> it was like two, two, two hundred fifty-five pound for a day for a Saturday. That's the most I've ever been paid in one day for doing electric. So I was like, "Yep, no problem. Sign me up." But he didn't say small print. Small print was, "Oh yeah, COVID shit and uh, Amazon are a bunch of shit cunts." And yeah, you've got to wear a mask. You've got to wear ten masks. Also, the place is a fucking labyrinth, even if COVID isn't happening. And even though the workers aren't there, it's a labyrinth. You're not allowed to use any, uh, any of their fucking steps or machines. You have to use your own and you have to walk around the labyrinth. Find, you have to walk 10 miles just to go to the toilet or do anything. So I didn't do a fucking thing. I got paid £255. I drilled a hole in a steel plate and went, yeah, go on then, Jay. And he passed me up a cable. I was like, okay. Wrap, tied it up somewhere and was like, and we didn't have the bits to actually finish the job so in a way it was perfect but I actually prefer being busy but I missed a trick because I've got this new pocket camera the DJI Go thing which is basically like the smooth gimbal camera like on my drone but handheld so I can just walk around places blah blah absolutely yeah you correct yeah if you use the the selfie stick use the selfie stick you poke it down it's so short you can just run it down your leg and just flip it out every now and again like it's national women's week (laughs) that's for them this is for them this is for them yeah anyway so amazon so i've I've done a video of it's in coventry that this is just the one of the the biggest distribution places in so chances are you've got something from fucking amazon it's come from this fucking place it is fucking huge you can't see Widthways, you can see end to end, right? And I, I tried to do a video of it, but I don't do it justice because I've only had my fucking phone. I missed a trick by not taking this decent camera in because if I had, I could have done a time lapse video around the whole fucking place and it'd be really cool. But 
the footage I've got is shit, so I'm, I'm tempted to go back and do one more day there, just to get a decent video. The convert that, like, on the day I was there, so no Amazon people were there, it was just tradesmen. And the amount of tradesmen there, like, people working on the conveyor things and shit, like, it's fucking crazy, like, they're like fucking uh, water shoots, water slides everywhere, with roller thingies, loads of tradesmen working on these, it's crazy. Imagine what it's like when the people, the cunts are actually there as well. That's the swearing putting, part, mate. Putting the packages in the things and sending me my drones does, and all that shit. Does this guy give you a good idea of what goes on behind the scenes of Amazon? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. No, I've put, got a clue. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, does it put you off shopping there? It's the best advert for your photography uh, company. But <laughs> it's not. No. I, illegally, I, ill I will illegally film you. Johnny, Inside. do you want to say something? You yeah, well, wouldn't film anyone. <laughs> 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 Jeff Bezos. Like, <laughs> the, the main thing... Like, it's Jeff Bezos, like uh, Willy Wonka. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Did he walk out with a cane and a limb? Yeah. Everything is so white you can't see the corners of the room. I reckon he is, right? I, no, no, there's, some, there's something that happened to Wait, Johnny. I've, I've Johnny. come up with a really good name for your company. <laughs> yeah, wait, go on then. Ill Eagle Photography, because you do droning as well. Yeah. So you just have a picture of a really poorly eagle. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't have the zing that I thought it was going to yeah, Greg, you like Mike TV? Were you like Mike TV? <laughs> yeah, I was like Mike TV. Did I'll, Jeff I'll Bezos shrink you and put you in a TV? I'll tell you what, what, what did you just say, Chris, about Jeff Bezos? He said something. He said, did you suck him off? No. He's like Willy, Willy Wonka. Wonka. Yeah, he's like Willy Wonka, he's yeah. Like Willy he's, Wonka, he's a fucking shit Willy Wonka. And I was expecting to oh, come out. what's he like? Uh, well, shit. So when, oh, he's not a very nice person. Yeah, no. When the drinks, obviously, he welcomed me in. When I came there, he's like, "Oh, you just here as a temp." What's the highlight? Funny. Are, are, are you like. working for Bed Bedford Electric? Help yourself. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> "Welcome <laughs> to the Chocolate <laughs> River." Oh <laughs> well. <laughs> the, the mechanics guys get forty KFCs at lunchtime. <gasps> Help yourselves to oh, one of them. Tell the right. This is a story. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> well, I'll tell the story because you and then you can get me if I get anything no, wrong. Yeah. You, no, yeah, you no, tell no. me after. I want to say about the Willie. So this guy walked in at lunchtime. They went for lunch, and this guy walked in and he had like loads of KFC like 40 piece KFC and Greg thought whoa Amazon they buy KFC for everyone like that is well generous like Jeff Bezos buys KFC so Greg walks up to this guy that's got the KFC and starts dipping his fingers in the chicken and the guy goes no wait a minute mate he goes everyone chipped in and pre-ordered it this is people's lunches and you know, <laughs> So some dirty old farts <laughs> covered in COVID. Don't worry, I'll grab some of that chicken. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We ordered like four hours ago for like 4,000 of us. Uh, we can't yeah. have it now. It's, it. it's just us 4,000. Uh, not you guys. Not, not oh. you sparks. I was like, what the oh. It went, there was 40 of them. But I was like, oh, right. I guess you called up like, what, two hours ago? I wanted, I wanted to get the lowdown. Like, how did how did? Uh, I was gutted, man. Mm. And me and Jason stopped for a shit McDonald's on the way back. And it was like, nah. It's no KFC, but the worst can thing is... Not, can I not just have the ones I've touched? <laughs> I was sniffing around, I was like, oh, so I see someone's left a drink there. There's a, there's a chicken to go with that. Uh, uh, no, no Horrible, yeah. Horrible scroungy <laughs> no, uh, sparks. Why not just keep the ones I've touched? I, I've licked it now, you won't, you won't be able to eat it. What policeman? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh, but, I got a tattoo this know. week. So, so, well, well, so wait. Oh, I didn't, I didn't want to... You, you mentioned earlier about like, one of my favourite films, like the Tanning Willy job. Wonka. Oh. And it, it always, because um, my dad's Spanish, it always made me laugh the way he says it. He said, oh, you like, you like Willy Wonka? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, shit. And, did he, and then did he say, do you like the movie as well? <laughs> you like Willy Wonka? <laughs> and do you like Charlie the oh, Chocolate Factory? There you go, boy. Now you've got to watch this film. 
Come watch this film. You, wanna, you like a Willy Wonka? Now you go watch Willy Wonka. Oh, that's great. That's, uh, apparently, that's the best place for Charlie, isn't it? In the chocolate factory. It goes straight to the brain. I've got a new idea. <laughs> so, let's move right away. in the chocolate factory. Let's move away from Amazon now. No, 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 no. I just wanted to, I just wanted to say, <laughs> Jeff Bezos, right, and I said this, after getting, after not getting my KFC and walking around going, oh, okay, okay, I got pre order it, okay. Sorry, guys, I'm just here for the day. Don't know anything. It's not just that, right? The COVID rules, right? Fucking, I was like, I was expecting that. I was like, oh, you got a few COVID rules, have you? They've got, they've got fucking video screens up everywhere, right? So you walk around, so you can see yourself on the video screen. If I walk too close to Jason, beep, 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 this big red thing goes around me. A green thing around Jason, like, meh, meh, meh. You do that three times, you get booted off site. I, I nearly got booted off just in the first half hour, because I'm just so used to doing what the fuck I like. I, I, and, and I don't really want to be an electrician. I was just like, mate, Jason may as well be begging me to be here. I was like, I don't, I don't right, like, just, just, just kick me off, I'll walk. Any excuse to get the fuck out of here? I just, I just can't keep away from Jason. Yeah, I just love you, it. You may have noticed that Greg's Jason. getting very emotional about this. It's because he's had a very difficult week in lockdown. This has to be probably one of Greg's worst weeks he's had in lockdown this no, week. No, it's not. It's one of the best. Oh, is it? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, 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 did, I did reach out to someone earlier. Uh, and, and you're all very aware of this. And uh, yeah, and I realised it was... I, I meant I am quite damaged. I, I, mean, I meant I realised I should probably out of everyone I should speak to Chris about this issue more because he's he knows. Uh, the, well, no, we all know Greg, the person. Greg's had his heart broken. Yeah, again, okay. again. Yeah. But it's not the. It's. Uh, I wanted, I, I'm I, a renowned. I'm a renowned ladies man. <laughs> he, he certainly so, is. Uh, he has an endless stream of twenty uh, year olds, as I said the other day. By, by the way, I just want to say, because I, I assume that like, look, earlier on, I made, because I wanted to check with uh, Chris whether his mic, he's got a new mic, and I wanted to see if it worked. So we had a little conversation, right? And it's funny, he, and he made a joke, he made a joke, he's like, me and my missus will be talking, we're going to have a wife fair for you in Cambridge, the Cambridge wife fair. That's not a bad it's, idea. No, is it, it, no. <laughs> it's not a bad idea at all. It took me by surprise though, because I was, uh, but I said like, I was like, yes. I was like, because I assumed, because after the conversation we had last week, and we were, at first sight. we were all in, like, that brings me on to my next no, subject. No, no, shut up. Like, Chris's ex, uh, just shut up. Well, sorry, wait, I, uh, I should, should no, just be just there. Talk. You don't need to keep playing the sample of me screaming. Just talk. I know I don't, but. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> right. I won't. I won't lose that again. So it's just there. Okay. Oh, wait, Greg. In in the yeah, uh, in the essence of fairness, I think you should uh, do a couple of samples of yourself this week. Oh no, I will. Very self-indulgent. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. If I do samples of myself. So. Uh, so no, what were we talking about? Sorry. Yeah, so you know you forgot what you were talking about. So you're so busy finding stupid little samples. No, you're no, losing no, it. Just the one. So we're talking about the wife fair in Cambridge. Yes. So sorry. No, no. Yeah. So I went. I went. Because uh, we were talking about, we were alluding to the fact, because Chris goes, I can't talk about it, when we were talking about underage girls, right? And I, I thought... Jesus Christ. No, 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 because Chris, Chris's ex was was 26, right? And and I, and that's not that young, right? But because he, he said, oh, I can't talk about this, I assumed that his current girlfriend was also younger. Yeah, because like, but he was just referring... It's, Jesus! He, he made himself sound like he's got a penchant for fucking young... Girls, like John Snow. Yeah, no, he just had one. He had one girlfriend that was a bit younger than him, and he goes, and he goes, I can't talk about this. And I was like, Oh God, you're a serial, serial offender, are you? And I was like, How old's Lulu? I thought she must be. I don't, right, I'm mate, calling her on. Lulu. Uh, she must be like twenty. And so I said because I couldn't see her on the computer screen. This is, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm in uh, not as a friend with her. She must love me because I'm like, she's in her twenties. And you corrected me the other day. You said no, she's actually thirty six. Blah blah blah. The reason I said, uh, in my head, 
uh, Chris has got an endless stream of 20-year-olds that are just coming out of Cambridge. They're all really bright. They do, ba they do ballet. They're 22-year-old 20, half-French ballerinas. Very... <laughs> Uh, they also play tennis, and and they like, they know just as much about Descartes as they the do. Same time. Yeah, <laughs> in my head. That's and then and then but then Chris uh, made what uh, is actually reality apparent, and I was like, yes, I'll take a thirty-six-year-old uh, friend of your missus. Okay, so that sounds very good. So <laughs> move from the Amazon story to you. Barry, Barry, I was just going to say, oh, you yeah, please. John Snowder. Do you think his missus ping pong? Uh, he's going to do a gender swap of um, coming to Channel 4 News. It's not ping pong. I don't know what you're talking about. I know, he's, I know, he's, I know his wife's younger than him. Chris, you saw... You not saw, that much younger than that. Chris. He's 40 and he's fucking 89. Yeah, exactly. He's 73. You yeah, are... What, what's she, 22 minutes past midnight? I think I'm gonna get a tumbleweed. I'll get a whistle set. I'll get a. You might want to rewind that. I think that um, Greg should go married at first sight. Definitely, definitely, that'd be hilarious yeah. at the dinner party. Sign him up now. Sign him up. Fuck yeah! Because I'll, I'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, don't set him up for the shitter. Because I'll say on day one, I'll be like, no. As we get married, I'll go, I'm sorry, I'm not physically attracted to you. So I don't know where you think this is going with the experiment and everything else. I'm telling you now, it's not going to work. You're going to have to have some work done. Wouldn't you do what Steve did in season Have some seven. work done, otherwise, no. Steve and Michelle. Where season... so I think for Greg, it's either married at first sight or The Bachelor. And I reckon The Bachelor is probably going to prefer one of the girls in the bikinis. But I think with, with Greg's personality, he could probably win. <laughs> in Married at First Sight season 7 Steve and Michelle remember they strung her along the whole way through yeah, 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 and yeah, even no. told her he goes I don't find you attractive yeah, I did and he managed to stay but I love but, you but, but I, I might you. do but some, you know something might happen you might change into someone who's actually attractive <laughs> you, know, you might weird. magically morph into someone that I am attracted horrible. to who knows? Destroyed, uh, confidence. who knows yeah. actually, and he kept that going actually, for weeks that's actually one of my first tips of happiness in love <laughs> moulding some like it's not trying to change the person oh. not change being their body. a fixer upper you know you got to... they want they don't want a project they want a man you yeah. know you've got to change yourself just physically change them like plastically you got to change mold stuff onto them you can't change the person inside, but you can change their bone structure. You can smash their bones to pieces, change how they look. I, I, wanted, to, I wanted to change myself a little bit this week. Oh, so, no. No, no, I think as, as, a, as a younger man, I thought being a man was fucking all their mates behind their back. But as an older man, I realised it's talking her into letting you fuck her mates with her. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Well, that was this weekend, Johnny, or last weekend? So, uh, did that work in the past or now at all? Or has that ever worked? It's a good theory. In the mouth. It's a good. It's a good theory. Like Stephen Hawking. Like most of his stuff was theory. He didn't try any of it out. <laughs> Believe it or not, he was just like a weird guy in a wheelchair. He's like, "Believe it or not, I have not actually been to space, and I'm not it's sure if this is true." Oh, that's really good. I've not even been, still do the impulse then. I've not been out of my this chair. This looks like a very steep hill. I've not even been out of Man, my chair. Man, these jokes have been well oh. funny in 2018. Oh, thanks. Right, let's move on. This week I've had a. Has anyone ever heard of Metal Mickey? Yes, I have. Before Barry tries to move us on. <laughs> nice try, Barry. I was going to tell you about the tattoo. We've got loads on Metal Mickey. <laughs> the mixed <up. laughs> I had a tattoo this week. Chris, tell me your stories about Metal Mickey first. <laughs> oh, 
Actually, the only thing uh, memory I've got of Metal Mickey is um, a few bits of the show, and I've got an annual, and that annual sort of colours all my memories of it. Is I that annual? You can, out that, so. that, you can get a cream for that annual, and it will go down. Has oh, it? Oh, lovely! You know, that, metal, you know, yeah, metal. I have to scrape it with my Metal Mickey. <laughs> do you do you remember there was a crossover between Super Grand and Metal Mickey? Oh, what? There Super was. Mickey? So, I would have loved that. Metal Grand. No, there was. It was, it's yeah. Piles. Do you reckon Metal Mickey could help you through lockdown, that <laughs> annual? Has that helped you through lockdown? No, but Super Metal could. I mean, Super Grand Metal. Oh, fuck. So this week I got a tattoo. It's uh, like above my... I might be... I might be doing... Oh, sorry. Backbone. It's Open All Hours. You know the show Open All Hours? <laughs> I got a tattoo yeah, of that because yeah. I thought no one would have that. And I, and I took it literally. And I dated a girl from... I dated a girl from Wattle Court that had that as a tramp stamp. Yeah, and I, hours. and I walked right through her too. I walked straight through her and straight into I, Barry. I'm hoping people don't mistake it. Thinking I'm like, it oh, does you're open, open, are you? <laughs> and I just walked straight into Barry's arsehole. And he's like, whoa. I'm already, uh, he's yeah, like, oh, open all hours. Oh, oh, now you're there. Now you're there. Just uh, yeah, while yeah, you're there. Yeah, when I got it. I often get my asterisk state uh, cleaned there. It's like a workhorse. I mean, both the car and... Um, Barry. And Barry's coarse anus hair. Barry's coarse anus hair <laughs> violently spins round and washes your car. Yeah? Hmm. Uh, uh, well, uh, okay. Oh, one, <laughs> one, one, one quick thought I had in the week. You, one quick thought I had in the week. Do you think uh, rape was keeping Harvey Weinstein healthy like the portrait of Dorian Gray? Because he looked really ill when he went to court. <laughs> yes. Let's, let's talk, why don't we talk about something that has happened this week? Let's talk about Megan. Yeah. What our views are on Megan and the royal family and the firm. I watched if I was Harvey's mum, I'd be like, let him out, he needs to rape. My boy needs to live. Harvey needs to rape to stay alive. Huh? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so I watched the documentary this week and my views nice. after watching her talk is I actually believed her. I believed everything she said. Your thoughts? She was, unless she's a good actress, I, very uh, convincing. I, I spoke to you earlier and I thought this segment should be called Shit Just Got Royal. I believe Piers Morgan. I think she went for a drink with Piers Morgan. She was besotted with him. She couldn't get enough of Piers Morgan. Was like, enchanted by him. Mm. And he's like, he's like, Megan, please. <laughs> leave me I, alone. I, just leave me alone. Like, I think Prince Harry likes you. Go and try him. And then You're she, too and good then, for yeah. me, Megan. You're too good for and me. And then, and, now, like, and, now, think... and then she did something nasty to him. And now he's just trying to... He's, you know what I mean? He's just saying his bit. Piers is... You know what I mean? Well, he, he claims he met her a couple of times, and the last time was just before she went to meet Harry, and I think he thought he was on a fucking promise. No, no, I was joking. Now Obviously, that is what happened. Him. Yeah, that is, that's what I heard. It's like, she, she blew him out, and, and Matey put it quite nicely. It's like, she used to have a, a connection with her, and now she you don't. He, it, that was, that was a nice way of saying, like, you thought you were in there. Yeah, you thought you were in there. Alex Beresford basically said, you thought you were in there. That's, you weren't. Now she's blown you out and she doesn't want to talk to you at all. She thinks you're poison. You've turned on her and every day you're fucking on and on. Even though she hasn't said shit about you, doesn't even know you exist. She's more worried about the Queen and the this monarchy. Is my program. I'm leaving. And he said yeah. that she's. I never saw Jeremy Carl do that. Do you remember? That's my name on the wall. I'm leaving. <laughs> and she said because he was. It was. It was because he was like saying, "Oh, she's whining all the time." Yeah. She was about mental health and suicide. Yeah. And because ITV support mental health. Um, they had to, they had, he had to apologise and yeah. he said no I'm not apologising so he left uh, they left a message uh, sorry he left a message on his yeah, own no, voicemail he, he? he's saying yeah. he's been cancelled he, re- he resigned 
Yeah. So, sorry, ITV... He's probably going to go on Fox News, the cunt. He yeah. heard that he was fired because ITV left a voicemail, on, uh, a message on their own voicemail, and he heard it. Oh, what? <laughs> oh, sorry. Were you doing a joke then? Yeah, I was oh. trying to. He had the voicemails. Yeah, there. that was good. Yeah. Well, I, I read I, I read something I thought Pierce was that the... by, by <laughs> Tolstoy. It said, Leo Tolstoy said, all happy families are alike. Each unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. And then I read something else that said, Piers Morgan is such a baby, someone asked what colour he is going to be. Do you ever feel like <laughs> your life is spent on the Google News feed saying you're not interested in stories about Amanda Holden? Yes. <laughs> but I, 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 I mean, I'm upset. This is the first ever raw scandal, am. isn't it? So it's just hard to, hard to digest. I am. I'm just. I just I, find it. Uh, I find a man. I'd, I'd, I'd really like to fuck a man Holden. I can't think of a, someone who's about fifty really? that I'd like to fuck more. If I'm honest, yeah. I don't because I don't. Know, uh, talk us through. Is that because I'm forty-seven? Right. Okay. Yeah. Harrison Ford. Talk, talk. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. He's not fifty. Megan McCann. She's not. Fi- Megan McCann. Yeah, older. McGat McCann. <laughs> Maddie McCann. <laughs> oh, Ma- <laughs> right. Is you about Maddie McCann's mum? <laughs> Well, that's, this is dark. This is Talk us through the Amanda Holden scenario. You must have had this in your head because you must have had a few nights where you've been touching yourself and thought about it. So, what is it? A sparks working on a house or? I mean, yeah, I, I don't. How does it? How does it begin? I, I, I know she's a complete dick. Obviously, I get that, but that's I, I, that's who I'm drawn to. I'm drawn to, to like women. That Do you want a cup of tea? Complete, dicks. complete dicks. You're a dick. Yeah. Lover. Yeah. Have you nearly finished? <laughs> I love. I just love dick. No, sorry, cunts. I'm drawn to women who are cunts, but I don't like to call you like. You know, it's harsh calling women a cunt. How are you getting on doing it's that? It's nicer to call them a dick. How are you getting on doing that lighting down there? Do you want a cup of tea? I'm a cunt. Sorry, can you not swear in front of the kids? Uh, Do you want uh, a cup of tea? No, I promise nothing. Uh, I yes, I'd uh, love a cup of tea. Sorry, B- build guys. A no build a style. Build a style, no sugar. Build a stronger I've had an email from our, um, I've had an email from our lawyer, and they did say um, we should make a comment that we did try and contact the palace for their side of things. But when I say I mean I try, I just thought I just made it up. Do you want a cup of tea? Yes, I'd like, uh, uh, a strong, strong, a strong but milky, but no, no sugar. Oh, do you Thanks. mind um, just taking a photo of me for my Instagram? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, no yeah, problem. I'm just going to put this like little. Oh yeah, top okay. Of skull. Well, do you want to? Uh, I tell you what, if you, if you bend, if you just hold the top of your headboard like that. Oh, do you know about arch your back? Yeah, I do, and also about posing models. If I, uh, so, yeah, if you, if you look why, back. Why don't you just arch your back? What? So I'm sorry about what he's only he's a new oh he's a new guy he's a new he's only he's only fourteen he's only he looks he looks like fifty three but hi there do you want a cup of tea what's his name his mental age uh, uh, Jimmy Jimmy Jimmy, you want a cup of tea Jimmy Jimmy um, Jimmy Umbongo yeah yeah (laughs) Jimmy I'm just going to talk to your colleague in the bedroom he's taking some photos my Instagram. Is alright if you just stay outside the door? Jimmy, have an umbongo. You You outside, have an umbongo. Alright, so where do you want me? Right, okay, just hold... What okay. do they call you, Hog? Uh, hold, uh, 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 <laughs> Air Dog. Air Dog, that's a funny name. It's like Airwolf. See, <laughs> I started up with an aerial photography firm and... Oh, I, you do I, aerial photography I do well. aerial photography as well. I mean, I do all, but like, uh, yeah. Have you seen Airwolf? Wow, you're a master of many so, tricks. I did a, just an electrician. I did like a meme Airwolf, of me, yeah. you know, John Michael Vincent from Airwolf. So, yes, what yeah, I did, I photoshopped myself uh, as my head... Oh, you're so clever. John Michael Vincent's holding a drone oh, controller so with Ernest Borgnine and everyone else behind me, and then I use that as my. Th- anyway, you'll see it. You've got much bigger muscles than my husband. 
laughing. It's so shy. Whenever, whenever anyone mentions my muscles, I always laugh. I've got this like uh, oh, uncontrollable thing. Like the Joker on that film. Yeah, it's called a uh, uh, Musco Laugh Beatrice City. Oh, you've got a nice packet there as well. So. <laughs> you should see my penis. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, right, sorry. Whip it out. I thought you were about to my, my packet of sweets, my out. Haribo. Let's get going. I'm Amanda Holden. I don't fuck about. Whip it out. Uh, 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 Let me see okay. it. Were you shy? Get it uh, out. Uh, uh, oh, 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 it's quite aggressive. Uh, uh, you're not going to rape me, are you? No. You're not going to force me to put a vagina around my penis, are you? Please don't rape me. Please don't. Oh, it turns out this isn't so bad. Even though I'm not attracted to you, I already had a bonus, so it's okay. Mm, pathetic. Get out. Right, that's enough of that. Right, now. Right, you can talk now. Sorry about that. That's how we're going to do the improvs from now. We're not going to mention... We're not going to talk... No more improvs. We're not going to announce really them. We're just going to roll straight into them. So let's move on to <laughs> our something else. Have anyone got anything else? Well, no, not move on yet. Oh, go on then. <laughs> that gets you going, doesn't it? We're still talking about the family, aren't we? Talking about what? Well, we're still talking about the, the royal waste of time, aren't yes, we? Yes, we certainly are. Chris hates the Republic. Yeah, I want to store what... I want to republic. I hate royal family. Well, not hate. Hate's a strong word. Yeah. It's not hate. I like like the uh, French attitude when it comes to royals, but it's probably a bit late for that. And I've always said, I like my royal family uh, to look like they do on stamps, beheaded. Nice. I love these. I, I hate them. I hate them. And I hate them until I become a celebrity and sell out. And then, of course, I love them. Like Idris Elba... I fancy myself as a bit of a DJ as well. Even though he's an actor, it's like he got to DJ. He's like, ask. He's, he made that tune with who is it? With Wiley or whatever. He's like, where, where is he? And he was like, fucking Sabunda, you who's, What are you talking about? Who's DJing at uh, Meghan Harry's wedding? Ask who's DJing at Harry and Meghan's uh, wedding. I'll write that right. I'll, I'll, crack, I'll crack on with my list. Uh, uh, I thought uh, Meghan pulled the race card on an unborn child. How could the Queen beat that? Trans is the only way forward. Prince Andrew is fucked. I'll, I'll tell you how the Queen can beat it. With one of her whips that she whips the horses with. It's nice to see the royal family moving forward, though, because you know you get a letter from the Queen on your 100th birthday. Apparently you get a dick pic now from Andrew on your 15th. Nice. No, oh, uh, I didn't deliver that well. The jokes every week. They just keep Apparently, now you get a dick pic from Andrew on your 15th. <laughs> Here's one for you. This is a funny one. Well, cool. I think Megan will be happy when she's died. Ha. This, is, this is a good one. The modern struggle. Lone individuals summoning inhuman willpower, fasting, meditation, exercising, up against armies of scientists and statisticians, weaponising abundant food, screens and medicine into junk food, clickbait news, infinite porn, endless games and addictive drugs. Woke. <laughs> Sorry, you are saying, Johnny? Chris? I thought it was quite nice that the tabloids uh, chose to celebrate International Women's Day by attacking an international woman. The tabloids have never always attacked her. They've never stopped. They're disgusting. International uh, woman. Talking of the tabloids attacking people, that brings us on to our next movie. We should have no, all watched. Oh, sorry. Oh. I saw. I saw one theory that I saw one theory that Meghan Markle is an American agent sent to destroy the royal family from the inside. Operation seventeen seventy six. Do your own research. Q and on. Have you ever? Have you, has anyone actually bothered to watch an episode of Suits with her in it to see what her acting is actually like compared oh, I to? I googled Meghan Markle's yeah, tits. Huh? I googled her tits. Did you say basic? Yeah, you say her tits quite easily. Oh god, Johnny. You know, she's just typical, typical yeah. sort of soapy sort of. Yeah, just like <laughs> oh yeah, like. Yes, can yeah. can look the right. <laughs> she she can look she can look. She, like? she knows. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I, no. I get it. I get it. Just totally bland. Like, is never going to stand out. Can, knows how to not look at the camera. Can look the right. A channel fiver. So she's a channel fiver. 
Megan, what was it like? As I'm Oprah. Yeah. What was it like to? I can't do an impression, so I'm just going to say. Suck down on a ginger car. So, Megan, what had you had a ginger before, or had it mostly been ba- you're basketball right. players? You're right for now, yeah. Okay, sorry. Sorry, I was being like, <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sorry. matter. No, sorry, yeah. So, are we done with I Megan? Mean, I mean, I last one because this is breaking news. I did think it was sad news to hear about Meghan Markle's car crash next week. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Good one. Um, yeah, talking of car Papa, crashes. Papa Razzi. No, it's all a joke. It's only, it's only a storm in a GMTV mug. Okay. Papa, Papa Razzi. Uh, any more of those? Do you want to just do them all at once? Yeah. So we'd have to keep yeah, stopping. Okay. Yeah, It comes as such it's a better, shock to it? me that Piers Morgan has such a track record of professional and ethical conduct. I'm sure he will not double down in the so-called culture wars and use the fabricated cancellation and inevitable tidal wave of support from certain people to rise again like a turd in the public baths of the zeitgeist. I imagine we'll see him on Fox News. Uh, Harry his fa- said his father has turned his back on him, which I'm surprised he's uh, surprised about. So he did the same thing to his mother. He was trapped. Harry is now trapped and can't even dress up as a Nazi. Last one. James Corden did an afternoon with Prince Harry last week to considerably less fanfare than Oprah, but the High Wycombe Flash Corden also did a programme with Piers Morgan. Uh, tapping, or what? Uh, sorry, Piers Morgan. The phone tapping, <coughs> Bing Digging, Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan's Celebrity Life Stories, Season 6, Episode 1, on the 29th of October, 2011, sandwiched between, I shit you not, Des O'Connor and Rolf Harris, but you have to remember it was a different time. Oh, thank Thank you very much. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That was a lovely young new comic in town called Johnny. And he's got a lot of great royal jokes. He does a lot of stuff about the royal family. Please give him a chance. I know uh, I know a lot of you. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's enough. No soundboard for ages and a fucking smorgasbord. So something else we're meant to be watching this week uh, was Bruno vs Tyson. Did anybody else watch Bruno vs Tyson? And before we start, I want to say that as we were watching it, the Sun, when Frank Bruno... When Frank Bruno had his breakdown, the Sun newspaper did a headline about it. What do you think the headline said? A bongo Bruno... <laughs> Bonkers Bruno. Bonkers Bruno locked up. Bonkers Bruno locked up. That's what I'd hazard. Bonkers Bruno. Did it say we don't like black people? No, no, no it, it said Bonkers, Bonkers Bruno. Bonkers Bruno banged, banged up, up or something. Bonkers yeah. Bruno locked up. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. I tell you what was. Uh, I, I tell you what I loved about it. It was, it was made by Kevin McDonald. He knows how to fucking make a documentary. For Life starters. in a day. Life in a day, which was uh, the latest one was made on my mother's birthday. And I'm going to share it on this year. I should have shared it with her on her 70th birthday last year when it was actually made. But I wasn't aware of it until then. Uh, till have recently. you seen Chris? Have you seen Life in a Day? No, I haven't. No. So there's two of them. The, the, the original was in 2010, and it's just basically Kevin McDonald's written out to pe- everyone on YouTube and said, "Please, rec- on a certain day." Do whatever, send me in a video of whatever you're doing around the world. And so thousands, million, loads of people have sent in YouTube videos. And he's just picked and choose, gone through them all to make a... Morning till night. Yeah, for morning till night. Yeah, so it's like all the videos. So yeah, it's, it's great because they pick and choose. And so there's a theme. Yeah, COVID land yeah well, so it's like... It's, but he did say, because I was listening to the Empire podcast uh, recently and Kevin McDonald was on it. And he said, it, obviously this year there's a major thing. But when you're watching the, 
2021, the COVID's not like rammed in your face. No, 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 it's, it's like it's there. It's, it's, there. it's like you, the, it's cleverly done. It's like it's like the normal one where it's just showing people's daily yeah. lives from all over the place. You see Mon- glimpses of yeah, COVID. yeah, from like South America, all the continents, Mongolia, and like weird far off places. But yeah, as the day goes on, and then you become more aware of certain things happening. It's like oh yeah, there is a pandemic and all that. But it, it's the choice of footage. It's included and like it is. It's it's crazy. It's a YouTube film, by the yeah. way. It's on YouTube. If you want to watch it's it. It's crazy the amount of but stuff. Bruno vs Tyson yeah. is on. But Bruno vs Tyson is on Now TV, mm. but not your fucking PlayStation. Which is so, weird. You yeah, have to watch we, it the so app. this is a little shout out as well to anyone who's got the Now TV app thing on their PlayStation. Might th- some be, stuff's not on there. Be going crazy. King yeah. Rocker wasn't yeah. on there. Yeah. That wasn't no, on there. Yeah, no, it might be the same on the Xbox as well. But you have to watch it. Cast it from the phone. Yeah, it has yeah. to be from the phone. Weird. Where the app. The apps are really solid on the PlayStation. They're exactly the same. On Prime, Netflix, you get everything. There's no difference, is there? So- nah, no laughs with this, though, really, is there? So, Bruno and Tyson, well, no, well, the- we all watched it. I thought it was okay. It's about 13 years of Frank Bruno getting winning the title. He meets Mike Tyson at the end. That's really heartwarming when they meet each other. Yes. Bruno tries to tell him about his breakdowns. Tyson says, I've had shitloads of breakdowns. and You've got to man up Bruno. Uh, well, and he yeah. has another fight I, with him so in his car park. Literally, just, just, just go so try and ruin it. The very end of the film... They both decide to have another fight in Tyson's Frank, car Frank park. Bruno, Frank Bruno was a good boxer in his younger days. Well, he still and thinks he, he is. In this, in the first fight. In this, let me just tell you about this quickly. Let me do my review. In this, he still thinks he is a good fighter. So what basically it's about is how Mike Tyson... Well, why don't you, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why don't you challenge him to a fight this now, like history. on air, Barry? Can't no, I just take my review of this oh, Have these two even fucking watched it? Did you watch it, you guys? Have you yeah. two watched it? Yeah. You two watched it. Right, right yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know the story then. One of my favourite documentaries about Bruno and Tyson. Me too. It is, it is my favourite oh, well, about them two. Why am I telling you what it's about when we've all seen it? We've all seen it, so I want to talk about what I liked about so it. So I want to first talk about what I liked about it. Come on then. So I you just already did it. You said, you said you liked it when they're now at the end. I haven't finished, I haven't finished I was going to bench on Quick that. synopsis of the story for no one that's watched it. It's about Frank Bruno mainly and his 13 years to win a world championship title and it's really good. The best bit about the film is at the very end when they meet up again in the mansion, they're talking all laughing and Bruno says to Tyson, her, 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 if I'd have fought you again, I probably would have beat you. And Tyson says, you sure about that, Bruno? And he says, well, let's do now. They go to the car park, one punch, Bruno's out cold, ambulance is fucked. <laughs> Guys, what did you think of it? <laughs> It's, it's I, liked it I, I think Tyson sucker punched him because Tyson was going to use his um, catchphrase "Bluck and Decker," and then as he went "Bluck," he just banged him out and went and smoked a spliff. And I thought, well, sorry, you Tyson's said Tyson's obviously weed business. So Tyson, well, Tyson's, you said Tyson's uh, catchphrase was "Black and Decker." That doesn't make sense. Black and Decker doesn't exist in America. No, I didn't. I said Bruno's. Bruno's. Oh, sorry. Catchphrase was famously "Chip my black and decker." Uh, oh, right, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, or HP sauce. And as he got to blur, Tyson punched him mm. and smoked a split because Tyson now famously has a weed farm. I tell you what, I found really interesting about it is the fact that in my head, even though I know it, deep down, I was like, well. I just see him as a paramount dame. I just see him as as a joke. HP sauce, just this big joke who got beat. I don't see him as a fighter. Obviously, he was a tasty cunt at one point. He was a guy who no, liked no, fighting. Yeah, he was, he was a guy who liked got fighting. To make money, but I was making, I was looking at him now, right after Anti Joshua losing to that fat little Mexican guy. I'm looking at like Bruno was fucking in shape. You know what I mean? Compared to Ty- like Tyson, like the as a physical being, he was fucking. He was like a bit like Anti Joshua, like really like tall, 
the perfect sort of fighter, but just, just but just a pussy. Like and Tyson said it. There's an early meeting in that film, and, he, and he's like, I just love the guy before they fight, and he's like, and he doesn't even seem like a fighter to me. He's like, he's, just, he's too nice to fight. He's not even a fighter, man. And and he's right. Like fucking Tyson, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's got the deep voice. There. He's like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll bang him in that. He's like, I'll bang him. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, no, he he not He didn't have the killer instinct, but that's why he's 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 better than I ever thought he was. And also, he's both. He never went down. He never went down. Both times he got beat by Tyson. In my head, yeah, yeah. he got knocked out of the fucking ring. But he rocked Tyson both, no, both, no. both, both no, times. He rocked him. That was he rocked him. Exactly. And I love the fact they wrote, they wrote Bruno off in the first round, said he was going to get clocked. I love, I love the fact that Tyson. It's the same, it's the same thing about there was eras of boxers, and like boxing now has been overshadowed by MMA. But now you've got Joshua, which is all in, all British, or you've got Joshua versus uh, the Gypsy King. But before that, obviously Tyson ruled that era, whether or not, even when he was doing badly. And then before that, boxing was the main thing people used to watch. And then you've, you've got to remember our Henry versus Muhammad Ali. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Henry, Henry's hammer. Uh, exactly. And no one forgets that. Henry's hammer, basically, famously, Henry Cooper knocked Ali down. He lost the fight, but he floored him. him. They ripped him off. They, they ripped him off. They took off uh, Muhammad Ali's glove, didn't they? And said it was broke, so it's... it's get him back into shape. And it's all a fucking trick, isn't it? It's like any any fight in a pub car park, but for more money. What I loved about it the most, though, was the fact that Tyson, he wasn't only, he was a better fighter. He had a more troubled upbringing than Bruno. Everything about him was Ameri- was like us. You know how America's bigger and better? Tyson was, was that in boxing. It's like everything that Bruno had done, Tyson did bigger and better. And the, the most the, the most telling line was, because I read, I read about... I read someone's review. I read someone's review before I watched the film, and what they did, the one thing that I took away from it is I remember saying it was like if anything Tyson opens up more uh, than Bruno does, but it, the, he already has. I think Tyson's all like really open now. Now he smokes weed and blah blah blah. Um, but what was really nice though was the humility of Tyson to say like he like because he knows he knows that Bruno what Bruno's gone through and that he's seen as a bit of a clown in his home country, but he has so much respect for him. The fact that he brought that in like he fucked me like. He nut me, rocked me in like talking about getting it, the fact that he. Uh, okay, Bruno. Let one of these guys. Bruno's Spanish jaw a little bit. Like, I know I'm stuttering a little bit. Stuttering a little bit. Let one of these guys talk for a bit. Uh, it was just really nice seeing yeah. him at the end. It was really yeah, good because they both been through mental health yeah. issues. No, but but Tyson well, also shut you down about your mental health. Whoa! From where he was living in London to his gym, and he was too poor to afford a car, so he used to go on roller skates, and then he used to get Bruno on roller skates. And he said he went to um, the underground to then go to where he was going. Mm. And apparently all his skinheads tried to start on him. And I think it was, I think it was a footballer. I can't remember his name. This black footballer went from the other side of the station to join him to fight these um, skinheads. Mm. And he goes, oh, well, he, Bruno's going, I didn't even notice. And he goes, he came over and helped me. Because he wrote in his book that they all had knives. I don't quite remember it like that. <laughs> I was on roller skates. He's funny. <laughs> yeah, he's funny. Also, Chris? also getting called an Uncle Tom, and he took real offence to that. And I, and I, I took offence. I was like, yeah, why? Sad. Why are they calling him a fucking Uncle Tom? Just because he's in panto? That because that like, him up yeah, because yeah, because he's in panto. Black people like panto as well. Oh, I've been to pantomimes, and I've seen loads of black families yeah, there. Mate, why? Why? Why would you get called an Uncle, Uncle he's Tom? Him up. Just getting, getting, I know. Him, but works. he's a simple. He's a simple man. And I'm a simple uh, man. Chris, I want to hear Chris talk. Chris has got something to say. Culture is I know. Posted, Chris hasn't Repulsive. talked for ages. Everyone's talking over Chris. I want to hear Chris. Me too. Fucking everyone else, just shut up. 
Thanks, guys. Thanks for creating some space for me, Barry. Um, but I've, I've really forgotten what I was going to say. What? Say again? I've forgotten what I was going to say. Shut up! Oh, can we stop Shut playing that song? Let me speak. Stop that. It's not funny. That's ruining the podcast as well. So <laughs> all improv's ruining it. All these stupid soundboards ruin it. Every... Right, so Greg's gone, so now we can relax and have a proper conversation about something. <laughs> I said I had a, an idea for a section called Arty Farty News, and I've got a, a strange feeling Chris might know about this, but originally I was going to talk about, obviously, Banksy's been in the news this week about Reading Jail. Oh, because he's on Grace, Grace and Perry. Him. He's on that Grace and Perry but also, show. Also, someone, uh, a group of investors <laughs> bought a Banksy. You know the one, you know the, the picture he did of... Um, when he was selling a when he was selling a painting and it shredded itself. Oh yeah. They bought for ninety thousand pounds and then burnt it and sold it as an NFT. Do you know about that? No. Go on. What happened? Now, flamey turd. I don't know. No NFT is non fungible tokens. And ah. It's on Ethereum. It's basically like Bitcoin. So essentially. You can, because you know, remember that um, gif of the cat that had a burrito body and a, a 8-bit the cat I? and then yeah. it's coming out of its arsehole? Yeah. No. Taco cat. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, taco cat. Yeah, they sold that for £600,000 um, as an NFT. You're, you're right. So NFT means non-fungible tokens. And all it is, is a receipt to say that you own it. So anyone can look at it, download it or do anything, but you own a receipt to say you own it. Okay. You lost me at own it. Okay. You can't really monetize it, can you? No, they do monetize it because fungible, uh, non-fungible means you can't chop it up, you can't change it, but you can add to it. So basically all they're saying is, and then, uh, I think someone's first tweet was sold for £500,000 and it's basically a receipt to say you own the artwork so they burned Banksy's painting <sighs> took a picture of it and they sold the receipt sounds like pseudoscience to me Chris help us out yeah Chris you had something to say ages ago well, you know about Chris so uh, Chris I forgot honestly oh, oh, something, so something happened to me this week um, sorry Chris oh, Greg, Greg, sorry he Greg's is talking Greg's still are you having a stroke Greg's or something Johnny grimes, he? sorry sorry, Johnny Greg fancies grimes yeah no I used to babies with tattoos it's weird but and uh, stole them for six six hundred thousand pounds oh sorry six million pounds sorry off piece but it's not an actual painting you can download it if you want it and put it on your screen or do anything you want, but all you're paying for is the receipt to say you own it. Oh, yeah, because you've said that like three times now. So you don't... Yeah, so they... I see, I get it now, yeah. So they basically brought the Banksy painting, they burned it all, yeah. but the receipt for the painting, yeah. they took a photo of that, and anyone can have that, and that's basically... No, the no, 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 no. The, the N- artwork. No, the NFT is the receipt. It's a cryptocurrency receipt. Oh, I see. Uh. So you're paying for... A little bit of bit code, six million pounds. Mm. That's the bit I was trying to. Exp- oh, sorry, it's not. Yeah, but yeah. I was thinking for each podcast. Maybe you should stop thinking. Do, listen, 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 listen. This is where the money comes in. Yeah, here we go. Grand, grand we pops put, out a drink. We make an NFT. 
all you need is an Ethereum wallet. I just want to do a decent podcast. And then just make each podcast into an NFT, and we can sell it. We can probably make enough for a pasty. and laughter and fun like we used to have and jokes and stuff like that. What? Fuck off. Happiness. So this week... I'm doing um, my own po- uh, by the way, I'm doing my own podcast with Chris now. We spoke about it when you went offline. So something happened very shocking this week. Um, <laughs> more disappointing, I would say, as to not really... Well, you obviously, I had loads of links and everything. Oh, right. At the bank's thing, Jack Dorsey bids two and a half... Jack Dorsey is the, the Twitter co-founder. He sold his first tweet for two and a half million dollars. <laughs> yeah, you're doing well on the internet there. You're finding loads of stuff out. On the, you're doing good on the internet. I did my research. I did my research. You still on Facebook? Fuck off. I hate you. I'm doing my own podcast with Chris. You're really quiet. You want to come bit near the microphone? He said he thinks right. I wouldn't get that. So I don't know if this, can, can we stop it? Stop for a second. I don't know if this happened to anyone else, but. Uh, sorry, you want to stop it? No, 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 why, no. why do you want to stop it? Sorry, no, Craig? No, what are you going to say? No, no, no. Stop it. Uh, no, carry on. What's up? Now. What do you no, want? No, no, no. I just wanted to listen to, back to see if that fart came out on the microphone. Yeah, it probably did. Yeah, good one. <laughs> <laughs> really funny. It's fucking pathetic. Absolutely fucking stupid. Right, so this week, something happened to me. Barry, I, Barry, if you want the podcast to go uh, to go well, I yeah. think you should stop Greg existing. So this week, uh, something happened. I keep throwing me. I'll keep starting again. Then I'll keep stopping because you'll keep chipping in with something that just doesn't go anywhere and then stops. Then I'll start again. So let's just have a proper natural conversation. Chris is falling asleep. I'm really, I feel so bad for Chris. He had something to say about Bruno Tyson. Lost his train of thought. Ruined. It's all right. Don't worry about it. Uh, it was because nothing's going to stay in my mind very long. When you finish masturbating, then you'll probably be able to think of something to say. Yeah. I can see you on the webcam. Finish. Yeah, Barry, do you, uh, think, uh, do you think Saturday night see me on the webcam? You can see what I'm doing. Yeah. Finish. It's shaky cam. Um, anyway, so Get yeah. Get one over me, you yeah. over me. Yeah. Boys on the beer. Lockdown's getting to them. <laughs> Thrown it all away. I've spent it all. I've spent the fucking lot. Hey, I've spent the fucking lot. It's all gone. It's all fucking gone. So, basically this week, I was... I don't know if anyone else has had this situation with their family members. They've got older relatives. Any of you boys have had this. So, um, I went to my nan's, ha- uh, my nan's house. And her and my granddad, they... Because ha- he's he has been in a home, so they've been socially distancing. But he's now out of the home, and he's been... Well, she said she could take him back to hers, and they did let him take him back to hers. They're not meant to be in the same room together. They're meant to still meant to social distance. I know that sounds weird, but only for like, I don't know what it was, like five or six days. So I walked in the other day in on him, and she was on her knees with her head between his lap, giving him a blowjob. And I was like, and she was going, can you help me up? And I had to help her up off her knee, help her up. I don't care about this stuff. I'm not being funny. I'm not trying to make a joke about this because older people, people still make love. No matter bl- what, what age you are. Blowies, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's nothing to do with that. Yeah, nice. I like, don't care about that. They it's take the teeth them. out and it's just fucking, there's no like nipping the foreskin. They take, the, a gummy blowy is one of the best you can have, like, uh, apparently. Luxury. So, yeah, so I helped. Did she slide back down again? <laughs> I helped her she- up. <laughs> 
did you drop that down again? <laughs> you have to keep picking her up and drop her <laughs> down oop, again. Oh, 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 and now he's come. Tempting as that was, I suppose if it wasn't a relative, she hasn't got the motion in her head anymore. So you were like, yeah, but dropping her, kept dropping her. Oh, 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 good at man, this ain't it. You would just use her as like a wank glove. You would use your man's mouth as a wank glove to pick her up again. Yeah, there you go. Is that? I thought we'd fall into this. I thought we'd fall into this kind of territory. If it wasn't a relative, you're quite right. Oh. That would turn you on seeing somebody give someone fellatio because it is quite a turn on to see it happen. And if you're that way inclined, you like older people. If someone is into older people, then I suppose it would be. But my, me personally, I'm not. That's not doesn't float my boat. Only like traps. <laughs> so I gently lifted her up off of him, and she was like, "Oh, my knee." I go, "I don't think you should do that now." And I certainly do not think in these COVID times you should be next to, next to him so close. Don't you agree? Uh, absolutely, but it. It made some. It made some amazing B-roll. Boom, boom, boom. When, I, when, I was, when I was floating outside my drone, I was like, I was like, this is some good B-roll. What's call it? And, I, and I've named it uh, "Old Lady Sucking Off uh, Old Fella" in-house smooth drone shot. Talking about that, you spoke to a guy. Greg spoke to a guy this week called uh, Phil, the drone guy. He was trying to get his drone license over Zoom mm. with him, and he made him show him his penis. Yeah, he goes. Uh, he said to me, he goes sorry, like, "Sorry, can I just say? Can I just say, would that type of porn be called G G I A R T?" Explain. Great grandmother, I am related to. Yes. Hmm. Cool beans. Sorry, drones. <laughs> uh, those could try to make a joke I'll about it. Yeah, this is growing guy. But on another subject to that, though, so we were thinking of what we could do as a business. And we're going to start up a UK murder hornet hunters business because have you heard of the murder hornets? Have you yeah, seen the murder yeah. hornets? They were in America and There's they a, found no. a nest. We watched the I've, docu- I've not seen that, but I have seen DGILTF, Drone Guy I'd Like to Fuck. Oh, nice. You have to go. What is that? That's, a dating website. That, I, I put myself up there. I was just. Because no, no it's, women. On, oh. um, it's on you, Drone Porn. Yeah, it's just me good. wanking over my Mavic Air too. You do get. I wonder if there is drone porn. Do you reckon? Because you get so many like different variations of pornography, you could probably type most things in a, I, uh, a certain porn. Greg, Greg will tell you. You can you can put a um. I don't know what it's called. I think it's called a token on something, and then the drone follows it automatically. If you like, if you're riding a bike or doing that. So imagine if you just stuck the token up the girl's woo wah and then everyone chased it. Token. No, it's, it's, it's called tracking on my on my. Yeah, yeah I just I, I highlight myself and then it will track me. The drone will. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can do so that. If you stuck yeah, one on that from someone's woo wah and then chase them down, yeah. you could probably see it from above. Or get the drone flying in really close to my penis and just track my penis in and out and then hope it doesn't get carried away and then come in too much with the blades and then. Chop. And before you know that you're Jewish. Need to flesh that idea out a little bit. I think. Yeah. So what sold 85 million copies? Oh, sorry, I am circumcised. It was, I am circumcised. I wasn't going... I was not any smeg. Here's something. Um, I, tell you, I did ask a question that no one answered in the week and oh. see if you can work it out now. Uh, who? What has sold 85 million copies and is 50 years old this week? Ooh, 50 years old. 1971. Um, so it's sold 85 million copies. So you can ask me some questions about it. 1971. Barbie. Barbie. No, not Barbie. Is it a, is it a, is it a thing or it's a, song? a thing? Yeah, it's an item. Oh, okay. Is it a publication? Yes, it's a publication. Playboy. Two thousand eight. Enemy. Mister Men. The oh. Mister Men books. 
Shit. Yeah. Well, first release. You can't even call it that anymore. He you di- can't even call it that anymore. He died of a stroke, age 52, I think. Yeah. It's called Woke Men and Women now. Mr. and Mrs. Woke Men and Women. <clears throat> um, I don't know about I'm you. Not, I'm, not surpri- I'm not surprised he died if he had to be Mr. Strong and Mr. Winkle and Mr. fucking Tangle. It's a lot to ask for one man. Did you all um, get your facts of the week as well? We were all asked to look for our fun facts of the week to read out on the podcast. I got mine. Uh, at one point in England, every at one point in time, did you know, every single house in England had one of those giant pencils you could get when you went on holiday. <coughs> every single person in England owned one of those. That I is think true. It was some, sometime in the mid to late 80s, early 90s. Although my household didn't collectively have it as, as all of us. I think I owned one and it was in my house at one point and then I... Uh, gave it to a Japanese guy with really big nostril who wanted to commit suicide. <laughs> the other thing I'd like Zing? to see... I um, I, I. What are we talking about again? Just the so chill. This is just the longer. after dark. This is the chill out. Giant, giant pencil. Chill out bit. It was a fact of the week. This is the chill zone. We can just oh, chill. Facts. Relax. That's what a fact. The fact. The fact. Sorry. Yeah. I forgot. Uh, yeah. The, my facts of the week is um, I found out that. Um, Leonard Rossiter was actually the father of Dom Littlewood. And actually what Dom Littlewood's done is create a TV persona, which he's actually perpetually, he's using tax man, well not tax man, BBC pounds and um, advertising money. Still our money. To in fact look for his father because... Um, <laughs> he's dead! Look at um, We all saw what happened in... What was it, Reginald? He walked Le- into the sea. He walked into yeah, the sea and died. Well, he pretended he died, didn't Well, he pretended. He, he could have he? just pretended to be, go back, he could have gone back onto the old um, landlord game, which he... In the other, in Rising Damp. And then he's going around looking for him. That's it. <laughs> that is tragic. I can't believe Dom's still looking for him. It's, I, I, just, yeah. want to, I just want to say, mate, he's dead. Like, uh, sorry to break it to you, but... He's dead. I think he died before I was born. That's not true, I don't think. I was born in 79. When did Leonard Rossiter die? Anyone? No, uh, 1980-something, I think. 1985. Uh, I was thinking of something I really enjoy this week, is, uh, and I've been working on quite a lot, is, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen a lot of movie trailers, they have like slowed down songs in movie trailers, so I like to think of what would be a good, good slowed down song for a movie trailer, and uh, I've been working on this one, and it's R.E.M., and I'll give you a little bit of it now. For fuck's sake, Greg. That's me. That's me in the corner. That's me in the spotlight. Losing my religion. Trying to keep on it. That became famous in, um, you know, Gary Jules. Um, I'm around a familiar faces. Oh, that was on Gears of War. Also, that's why I heard the song. Uh, have you heard. Um, yeah, it's overused. No, 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 no uh, Dvochka, How It Ends. 
Right, that the the music from that was played on the Gears of War soundtrack, right? And when I first heard it, it made me cry. <laughs> and I waited till Crow came back. I was like, Crow, you've got to listen to this music. It made me cry. And then he cried. And then and then we we just phoned up everyone we knew. They came around and we had a crying cry. Yeah. Fucked each other. I keep I keep Whoa. thinking I'm someone that helps deliver babies. I'm having a midwife crisis. Hey, hey. rimshot. Right, come on, guys. Let's no, so, come up with Viagra tea bags that stop your biscuit from getting soft. What was the real thing we were going so, to talk no, about this week? No, no, the slow down, the slow down song thing you were talking about. Day, a woman who worked at the NHS and she left me because she said she was forever nursing a hangover. Have you heard about the Mandela effect, where you wake up thinking you're Nelson Mandela? Hello, I am Nelson Mandela. Four tickets, four tickets to a po- podcast. Yeah. I mean, for four tickets, I've been in prison. Four decades. Oh, I've thought, the, oh. I've thought the Nelson Mandela syndrome was you, your wife keeps putting um, tires on people's heads, fill it with petrol, and set fire to it. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's called necklacing. I, I thought it was more. Keep it light. Keep it light. As Winnie Mandela used to fucking. What put tires? Really? Uh, the Daily Mail. Can we keep it a little oh. bit light, please, guys? Not about putting tires around people's heads and burning them to death. It's meant to be a funny comedy type podcast and is, jokes and stuff it is a normal yeah, way to die can I just, reality reality burns Chris please so um something I did this week was um watch stand up to cancer um the bake off thing on channel 4 oh I would see that um I missed and it. I quite I quite detest bake off just because it's got this Why? it has these fanatical it, it, like fans of it not that uh, bad. Just anything that garners that much bake off uh, music? attention, too much. It's also the stand up to cancer thing. I don't know. It just seems like doubly earnest. Um, anyway, he had um, Rob Beckett on it, Tom Allen, Alexandra Burke, and Daisy Ridley. And I actually really liked Daisy Ridley. I thought she would be like a plummy sort of Kira Knightley type. But she was a bit, but she was a bit, bit better. That's that's what she wanted. You know, and she was really fucking shit as well, which made bit better. I've seen more charming. Yeah, I'd have a go anyway. Good. And, uh, I, I I was she intrigued. She was well humoured. Was she friendly? I mean, what's that? Was she friendly? I'm so friendly. <laughs> I'm I'm intrigued to watch it as well because I I I'm like so Daisy Ridley. I always think, oh what. It's not her fault that she was in a fucking shit Star Wars film, and she's probably got more to offer than her part as Ray that everyone's gonna gonna forget. And yeah, I don't because I, I I quite like Kira Knightley. I know a lot of people say oh she's like a pointy face like uh... bakers. We're gonna be making biscuits, and this is the stand up to cancer biscuit challenge. I have here with me three young new bakers. They're not celebrities. Oh. They're just normal people. They're with normal celebrities. names. Surely it's not. Are you sure Sean Connery's not here? Chris, Johnny. I've come back from the dead and to bake you something Greg. special. And I've got a you special. three are going to be making <gasps> mother's home biscuits. It's now, me, Frank Spencer. Now I've got. Now mother, mother's home biscuits are a very interesting biscuit. They're from 1886. They're made with all butter with a light sugar crisp finish and a drizzle of white chocolate. True, show us how it's done. Let's move on to Johnny. Johnny, how are you making your butter sun crest biscuit? That's really, really bad and cringeworthy, and I'm really, really sorry, and it just feels like I feel sick. 
But, but I still want to know how you're going to make your butt some biscuit. I've got, I've got cut off there, which is how I do That's my. Handy. What are we talking about? That's great. We're talking about the Ducktales, the big Ducktales improv, Johnny. Yeah, we're I'm saying. Not that biscuit, bitch. No. I'm fucking hip hop. What do you say about me? My what are you talking about biscuits for, Johnny? Three fucks. <laughs> we're, we're talking about the Ducktales improv. Ducktales improv we're doing now, where you're Scrooge McDuck. Sorry. <laughs> so, woo! Just... Chris is Huey. Greg will be playing Louie and I'll be Dewey. Can I leave again? No. Chris, how did you agree to this? We practiced this before, Johnny. Sorry, man. I, I would say that we could have talked <laughs> about. Me, I'm going for a piss. <laughs> oh, thank, <laughs> thank God for that. We, <laughs> we could have talked about what we were going to talk about, not DuckTales. DuckTales. Um, Johnny's just going full of piss because he doesn't want to be in DuckTales. I, I do need piss. What are you talking about, Greg? You big... I have a. You're, you're like, um, what's his name? Anthony Joshua, and I'm like that Mexican bastard. When when I beat you up the second time? No, the first fight I was hoping for, but uh, yeah, probably the yeah. second one. So as we're, because <laughs> um, we haven't got Draco here this week, the podcast probably won't go on for two hours 40, and you can hear that we're, in our voices we're all getting very tired. I'm, like, I, I'm tuckered out. I'm all tuckered out. I can't, I couldn't say another word. Honestly, couldn't. I've got nothing to say. I was, if you... Fed me, fed me some lines. I just wouldn't be able to say anything. I don't mean cocaine lines. I mean actual verb, like write down a script. I wouldn't it be sound able to. Like you're making a little jokey. Yeah, I'm doing a bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we've got we'll get a little uh, bit. I, I never actually finished talking about my uh, Bake Off program. No, you didn't. Oh, please please cut, continue. continue, Chris. I'm... So we can cut all that out now. To and now. <laughs> <laughs> So they had to like make it, uh, or had to make a cake at the end. Um, I can't even remember what context it was or what it was about. But Rob made road signs. Tom made a car with a horn on it. Um, Alex Burke made some dirty sheets on a bed. But Daisy made a toilet. Nice. Um, which was good, and it was a really shitly made one as well. Was it? Did it say Star Wars above it? Did it have like a little sign saying Star Wars? Was it like metaphorical, like representing what she? That'd be amazing if she was like, "Yes, I know the Star Wars films are shit." And I'd, I'd be like, little, "I'd be like, Daisy, marry me." The reason I brought up a little shit Yoda at the bottom floating. <laughs> the, re- the reason I brought <laughs> up um, Floda, the Mister Men subject to earlier, and said it was. Um, <laughs> Mm, mm, I do. Mm. Oh, improv. Yeah, I sense it. I sense mm. it in the force. Get a container. Yeah. Push me down. Mm. <laughs> I remain. Mm. Biscuits. Airy, air biscuit. Biscuits you're making, yes. Airy. Too floaty to wash down, this one is. Very good. Mm. Very good. Um, so, this... Uh, <laughs> uh, earlier in the podcast, I said, near the beginning of the podcast, that what's 50 years old has sold 85 million copies, and that was, of course, the Mr. Men. And the reason I said that is because this week's podcast, I forgot to mention at the very beginning of the show, is the Freedom of Speech special, where we talk about freedom of speech and things you can and can't say, and how we feel about it, um, and how the world's changing, of course. And one of the reasons I, was... I brought Mr. Men was because it's now going to be called Men. Why, I think it's interesting that um, men generally, up to this point, 
were called Mister, whether they're married or not, whether they married a woman like God intended or a man like a fucking uh, abomination. But also women. Whoa, are easy, Johnny. Jesus Christ. Listen, I was Say joking. that you're joking. I was joking. I was got, joking. Come on, man. We've got America, 29 America, listeners now. As a gay man yourself, that's a weird thing to say. We'll talk yeah, no, no, that was a joke. We'll... But also the fact that a, a girl is miss, and if she gets married, she's missus, and if she doesn't, she's ms. And I think, I think uh, woke culture is taking away too much from the women. What? The well... Hispanic... No, because they've got all those titles they can have. They can be Ms. Mrs. 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 Whereas in Spanish, uh, I'm Don Juan. The other, the other thing that they're going to be doing in English, you're a cunt, and in Spanish, uh, a... and in Spanish, you're a cunt as well. Oh, Gregory, <laughs> why are you so offensive? <laughs> I'm joking. The next James... in Germany, I'm Johan. Portugal, I'm. And the next... When it comes to Elsby, I'm a fucking stupid cow. I wish I had a funny name like yours. Yeah. Greg's rubbish because you can't actually. There's not. There's not. Gregory's. Blame your parents. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Gregory. Gregory's alright. Change it. Change it. But my name's not Gregory. It's just Greg. Uh, uh, What's the name in your heart? Smeggy Egg Greg. Smeggy Egg. Smeggy Egg Peg Leg Greg. When I was young, like growing up, I was like, that's why my parents used to call you. Yeah, that's why I become the toughest guy in school. Because your parents used to call you Smeggy. That's why I became a leader. I was like, right. <laughs> Your parents called you, you smelly, eggy, penis, Greg. I was like, what? I hear all those names going around. That's why I'm the leader of this gang. And there's no more smeggy, peg, leg, Greg. No, I came up Is that myself. why you put your baseball cap on backwards? Yeah. Coming up to those 20-year-olds and want to play football with them on yeah. the green. So you have a kick about that, lads. What's your name? I assume it doesn't rhyme with egg. Do they? You say, check out the electric skateboard, lads. <laughs> 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 any, any of you guys know any young girls? You have you look, got any you girls you like, hang out with? You look like the guy I want to be when I grow up. Smoke? That's, anyone smoke? Cigarette, anyone? Anyone got one? Uh, I, I'm not... Like, but kids do look up to me when they see me when they see the electric bike. Yeah, but to be fair, you you want to grow up like my dad, you fucking weirdo. You da- seem uh, you seem scrambled, Greg. <laughs> yeah, he's had a difficult week. The lockdown begins to wear him down. Zoom. Absolutely. <laughs> Ray Fries, Greg. He's like the Ray Mears of lockdown, where we're the we're we're the no, he's the Bear Grills. We're the Ray Mears. Whoa, what? What? We're the Ray Mears of lockdown. He's the Bear Grills. Oh my god, that's like the biggest insult anyone could ever say to me. Like compared, like (laughs) I, I holding your heart. It's it's not the biggest, but it's like an it's like an archer. It's like an archer. Well, no, because it's mine. Because I, that's what I, that's what I'd say to anyone. I'd be like. uh, I'm, I'm like Ray Mears and you're like Bear Grylls because Bear Grylls is a fucking charlatan yeah okay Ray Mears is a little bit weightier right okay so yeah okay Bear Grylls can do the fucking foreign legion trek or whatever yeah, yeah alright I did cross country when I was younger doesn't mean I can actually survive in the wild Bear Grylls can't make shit with a knife He's got no crafting skills. He doesn't know shit about what to eat. He goes, these little maggots here, you can eat them. It provides no sustenance. Ray Mears would suggest it. He'd make something much better out of something like proper because he actually knows what to do. Great, great, great. great. I, just, I just thought of something. I thought of an actual TV premise. It's called G-Dog Survives in the Mild and you tell them how to cook food. <laughs> <laughs> I t- like you get salmon. Yeah, I- I'll show them how I got my my scout my scout cooking badge. Uh, um, Faisal's wood, whatever it's called. No. Survives in the mild. Chalf- yeah, no. Um, 
Bear Grylls survives, whereas Ray Mears lives, thrives, lives, thrives. He's there. He can live there. Yeah. He's got Eskimo wives in every. G Dog presents mild life. Ray Mears. Ray Mears has got wives. He's got an Aboriginal wife. He's got an Eskimo wife. He's been. He knows like. Not only does he know how to survive in those climates, he's got a whole like family in each continent because he knows. You know what I mean, properly lives there, works that shit. Bear Grylls. He's got family in each continent. We could call it grammar. I reckon Bear Grylls in the evenings when he's Ooh. watching TV, he eats half a packet of hobnobs, and Ray Mears has the willpower to have maybe two hobnobs, one or two. Ray Mears Bear, makes hobnobs. Bear Grylls will get for a whole packet near the end because he's a piglet and he doesn't care. And I'm pretty sure his Choice. What do you reckon Bear Grylls' choice in pornography would be on Pornhub or one of the other many sites? I'm pretty sure I've got a good idea. Anyone else got a good idea what it would be? Straight on straight. Straight on straight. I reckon he'd fuck a cash machine. It would be vanilla porn. I'd be a tranny, young tranny. No, straight on straight, midget. Bear Grylls. That's one thing we forgot when we were talking about Eddie Murphy. During before he did Dolomite Is My Name, he got ruined because he gave a lift. He generously to a tranny, to yeah. a transsexual prostitute. Yeah. Oh yeah, that back in the day. Yeah. Just it, like Hugh Grant. He doesn't give a fuck about that now. Eddie Murphy's so gone with that. He's just like, yeah, I sucked her off, him off, whatever. Like, he doesn't care about that shit. Like, oh, has he said that? Yeah. Did he say that? Yeah. It's in the film, isn't it? It's so good for him. He says. No, no. He said it on. Still, Dolomite is my name because I've got a lot of the records that Rudy Moore made. Oh, good for well, you. From when my hip hop days and all that. Stop showing I off. Still, I don't get. That's nice. We should we should do a rewind. To we, we should do a rewind to when we talk about Eddie no, Murphy. Like Rudy Ray Moore was a fucking amazing um, beat creator. Burn your house down on the podcast. Um, I tell you, I will say because. I'll burn your fucking hair off. That's, and that's how. Ooh. And thank you for listening to this week's what? Idle Man. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. So, uh, Johnny, I just want to agree with you because uh, you're saying about Do- Dolomite. Because yeah, the same director. I did. I didn't realise that. I didn't bother looking up Craig Brewer. I was like, what's he done? I'm sure he's done something I actually like. And yeah, how the fuck you'd do something as great as Dolomite? I mean, you just go. I don't care who wants to make this. I'm not directing it. He didn't. Surely it wasn't his choice to direct it. I, don't... I, I, I imagine he directed that film that was his baby, and then Eddie the Murphy's like... and the money from Netflix came in. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Eddie did it, and he probably took a back seat, but also I imagine, I imagine ruined it by being. You know, himself. Yeah. Is it, is it, and, and he's not, to be fair, Arsenio Hall and Wesley Snipes would be like, yep, sweet, uh, jumping in. It's a bit like um, at the end of... Uh, well, Morgan Freeman as well. It's a bit like at the end of World War Two when Hitler said it was just a joke and everyone realised they were being woke snowflakes and immediately forgave him. Anyway. Has anyone seen what Mark from The Chase looks like now, anyway? Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you look fucking model uh, I do so I wanted to give a, a great recommendation of a podcast I was listening to this week I found obviously there's loads of podcasts out there you can listen to and hopefully you've got this far in this one one of the 29 of you and you're listening to this so I want to tell you about a podcast I've been listening to you might like called you going to let Chris say something uh, oh we? please Chris oh excellent well you, you no, I was going to mention a podcast as well so you go first okay um, uh, uh, mine is called Ashtray and it's spelled, 
and it's spelled A-S-T-R-A-Y. And the podcast is about people that go to... Killing fags, putting out fags. <laughs> no, uh, it's about something, they're looking for something and seeing if it's true, called India Syndrome. And India syndrome is a psychosis that's said to affect Westerners seeking some sort of spiritual enlightenment in India. And it's identified as the cause for both suicide and disappearance of two Westerners called to India. So apparently a lot of people that go to India to seek enlightenment, spiritual enlightenment, go missing. Uh, and the podcast is quite interesting. In episode two, they say it might be a malaria drug that can make you go a bit hallucinate and it had side effects. Like, yeah, yeah. It's bad. It's that, that does happen, doesn't it? It makes people psychotic. There was one I saw about a... Um, Oh, what was it? He had what's that drug you have for yellow fever? It's called Jeffrey is Unwell, I think the movie was called. And he has the drug. He's got. He's a journalist. And he's going to Pakistan to do some filming. So he has the drug that you have for malaria, and it affects him by just turning him basically schizophrenic, paranoid schizophrenic. Right. Um. There's a thing. Those conspiracy guys. Right. It's been a podcast that's been going on for quite a while. Um, and I've just been dipping into it more recently. Some of the podcasts are really long because they go into stuff massively. But um, I got into it by accident because I, because I was looking at witch stuff. And they did this thing on witches, which was really good. Oh, I'll just say, I've been going into stuff massively all my life. But yeah, sorry, crack on. Not really worth interrupting and then, for that. And then I... Um, uh, anyway, this one, the more recent one, it was like the massacre at Port Arthur or Port Talbot. I feel really bad about remembering the name of it. It's a place in Tasmania that occurred during the 90s. And conspiracy theories think that like it was the reason that Australia got rid of its guns because there was loads of stuff that didn't add up. And the guy who they picked was like one of those generic, uh, he was an outsider. He was a dim boy. He had like all these things, but loads of his diagnoses were given... I got the impression afterwards there was like some retrospective looking at it going, well, it must have been this, it must have been that. Um, what do they look- I don't know enough about it to do- say whether it's conspiracy or not. But some of the weird stuff is he went in a cafe and he had a, like an AR-17 or whatever, one of those sort of automatic rifles and he shot from the hip. And there's loads of CCTV, there's different things and different witness accounts and that. Shot from the hip. And he was just hit, bang, one shot, hitting people in the head. Whoa. And they're like, it doesn't, like, when you look at loads of bits of it afterwards, you can see why people think it's a conspiracy. Some of the stuff was just a bit too precise. And so what was these just some... didn't seem like he had it in him, like he was set up for it or... I don't know. Go on, sorry. No, so what was he, like, just a killer, just a lo- loony, or was he government, or... You're talking about Call of Duty? No, no, no. He was, a, he was a lad that was, like, um, he lived on the farm, I think, with his mum and All right, dad. what's the name of the podcast? What's the name of the podcast? Podcast is... Um, I've got it in front of me. <laughs> um, those those conspiracy you guys. Oh, those conspiracy guys, yeah, he said that. But do you know why Mario is called Mario? No, why? Because his mum called him Mario and his dad was like, no, I want to call him yeah. Wario. But his mum was like, no, you, that you... sounds evil. I want to call him Mario. And then she was like, okay, Mario. Uh, I watched an interesting uh, thing about Nintendo started as uh, playing cards. Basically, you don't yeah, want to yeah, say goodbye. Japan. 
because you've had a drink but, and you want this to last forever, but things I don't last drink, forever. I'm tell you why. Things always end. In, Wait, I, I want to uh, hear. Do you want to know? Yeah. In, well, you, can, you, you can Google it and stick it up your ass. I don't give three fucks. Oh, my God. He's, but he's not going to tell us. Yes. The, the Nintendo had a warehouse Thanos. before they got um, popular and became the number one... Um, remember when we used to do movie in Japan. Remember. No, no, no. no but they, um, remember, remember their we... warehouse... Oh, they their warehouse in, um, in California... Uh, let them. They uh, went behind on their rent, so and he was called Mario. So they called him that. Yeah, then got the landlord. The owner of Nintendo wanted to make Mario look like um, what's his name? Uh, Luigi. Ah, oh, so really lovely. But he let them. Let the, what? It was a warehouse. He let them. He not let them off oh. the rent, but he let them. Oh. Uh, Make payments later. So they That's a fucking gripping story, man. That's a gripping story. I was like, I was like, shit! I'll never forget that. I'll never forget where Mario came from. Those stories like real life magazine. I just want to tell someone else that story. Go and pretend it's mine. I want to tell that story again. That's my Mario story. So on that good note, little story there at the end. Let's just say goodbye and wrap this. Let's wrap the podcast up. Best story ever. Let's just all say goodbye or cut off. I'm going to say goodbye. Set my dick from the back. My name is Johnny Rabina. Bam, bam. Okay. So Through a straw. Time, gentlemen, please. Chris, do you want to say goodbye? No. No, I don't blame you. Please come back next week, Chris. And Greg. So long, farewell. Auf Wiedersehen, goodbye. And I just want to say, oh, oh, I think anyone that's got Chris, this far. I'm going to travel up to Oxford and punch you in the face. I'm glad you enjoyed I hope you enjoyed the podcast. I'm glad you enjoyed it. There wasn't any improvs this week, not as many anyway, so I hope you enjoyed that as well, because I know you don't like the improvs, but I don't want to do anything well, just to no, please you. Like We're doing it for ourselves, so if there's an improv next week there might be one. If we want to do know. a little funny skit, then we'll do it. That's I'm sorry it. that if the podcast fell apart at the end. And thank you again. Please share it with some of your friends as well. They might like it. People that you know might like it. Bye. And we love feedback. Bye.